Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. For those about to talk, we salute you. Talk Radio. Dear listener, thank you, James Max. I went to a Spice Girls concert with James Max once. That shows how old we are. It wasn't the first time around. It was the second time around. Busy show tonight. Don't forget, dear listener, I am here to serve you. Ian Lee, Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. It's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again. Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down. Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on. Down this road that never seems to end. When you adventure lies just around the bend. So if you want to join me for a while, just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style. Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down. Until tomorrow the whole world is my home. So if you want to join me for a while, just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style. show, dear listener, is uh, for the fans. It's for the fans. If you're not a fan, switch off. If you're not a fan, go, and, go on to Digital Spy and type, I am, I am not a fan. I listen to this show all the bloody time and I hate it. And I hate the woman and I hate the man. And I hate the talking and I hate the silences between the talking and I hate the music. And I hate the bit just before it and I hate the bit at the end of it. And I hate the news. And I hate the adverts. And I hate him. Never liked him. He's a tosser. I hate her. I hate the people that you can't even hear. I hate them. But I'm going to keep listening. Well, I don't want you to listen. Tonight, you are banned from listening. Um, and here's, here's what you have to do if you're one of them, right? Switch off. 
And if you don't switch off in about 30 seconds, your um, uh, radio is going to detune talk radio. Or you, if you're listening online, your internet is going to crash and you're going to get like loads of like really illegal pornography onto your hard drive as a result of listening to this show if you don't like it. We've got the technology to do that, okay? We can stitch you up. It's a sting. We can do a sting on you. So switch, switch off, switch this off, then go onto your forums. Or you could try and make something. Try and make something. One of the, um, um, <laughs> one comment on the forum, I'm so pleased to see so many negative comments. Jeez! Tonight's show is, is, um, made by the fans. For the fans. You're the fans, guys. You're the ones that have stuck with us. And so tonight's show is for you. How can I help you? There we go. That's what we'll do. This is exactly what we'll do. Tonight. There's a box of pens here, which is nothing unusual, but there's a lot of hair in here as well. There's a lot of hair in this box of pens, and it does make you wonder what the hell is going on in this place. Um, 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. Genuine... Genuine question, guys. How can I help you? I'm here for you. I'm serving you tonight, dear listener. How can I help you? That is a genuine, bona fide, so it's not rude, it's Latin, question. How can I help you, sir or madam? Does anyone use Ms? Ms, I'm going to suggest, was made up at about 1971. And I can't imagine anybody using... Here's some... OK, this is what we're going to do. I need a piece of paper, please, uh, Catherine, when you get a moment. Um, uh, it, words that are no longer used, right? Ms. I'm going to have Ms. 0844-499-1000. Spinster. Spinster's not used anymore, is it? Spinster. Oh eight four 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 nine nine. Sorry, let, let's write this down. Let's 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 make it a little bit easier for the casual. It's not for the casual. It's for the fans. It's just for the fans tonight. Can I do um um? Can I do a Kickstarter campaign to get me a better computer? Can I do? Can I do that? Is that how Kickstarter works? Can I go on Kickstarter? I need two grand for. A better computer and the new Xbox S and a telly. Can I do that? Because, and, and I, would, I would give out perks. You're supposed to give, what do they call them, tricks? Is it tricks? You turn tricks. If people give you money on, on Kickstarter, you turn tricks. And I would turn tricks. Uh, okay, if you gave me £100 towards a new computer... And the new Xbox and the TV, I'd send you an email. If you gave me £200, you'd get a photo. Not a rude one. That's £500. Um, and if I don't make the target, um, I still get to keep the cash. I think you can do that with Kickstarter these days. So we're compiling a list. 0844-499-1000. It's Monday. We're compiling a list of words that are no longer used. Ms. Spinster. Ms. Spinster's here to see you. I can't think of any other words that aren't 
used. I think most of them are still in the vocab. Good evening, dear listener. My name is Ian Lee. Um, you are listening to a late-night phone-in show. Unlike any other late-night phone-in show in the world. I'm going to say it. In the world. And I want to be proved wrong on this. I want someone to go, I heard your show. And you said that your show was unlike any other in the world. Well, that, that you're that you're wrong. There's a show in New York City, or there's a show in New Delhi, or there's a show in New Zealand that's almost identical to yours. Good! Find me that show! Bring me that show! I want to listen to that show! Because I'm doing this show, because it's the show... I'm making the show that I want to listen to. I want to do... I want to hear this show, but I can't hear it because it's me and I hate the sound of my own voice. So I um, have to do this show. I can't listen back to it, which is unpleasant. But if, if you can find another show that's like this, why is this show different? Let me explain it to you, OK? Um, most late-night phone-in radio show... Um, thank you, Nat. Oops-a-daisy. Yeah, we'll have that. Oops-a-daisy. Words and phrases that nobody says anymore. Oops-a-daisy. Oh, actually, no, can't have that, because I say that with kids. Whoops-a-daisy. Whoops-a-daisy. You fall over. Whoops-a-daisy, you fall over. You need to get mummy. Um, most other late-night radio shows will sit here and will tell you what to talk about f- for an hour um so i'd imagine that um obviously mostly under five five um it will be variations i've not even looked at the papers tonight so don't worry there'll be variations Catherine boyle joins me in the studio yeah there'll be variations on um the kim kardashian story mm. do you do you have any sympathy for someone who had eight million pounds worth of jewels stolen does she invite it on herself Mm-hmm. Um, they'll be talking about that. What else is in the papers? Oh, oh, um, Brexit's happening next next year, isn't it? And the pound's at its lowest it's been for three years. So we t- somebody talking about. That. I mean, uh, uh, it would be really easy for me to sit here and go, "This is what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about um, now." How do you feel uh, that Article Fifty will be uh, triggered next year? How do you how do you, how do you feel? And uh, and the pound is at its low. How do you feel? What do you, how do you feel about that? Call me now. We could do that. But you know what? Boring, man. Boring. Boring. If you want to call in about that stuff, you can do. But boring. How do you... Um, have you got any sympathy for Kim Kardashian? Boring. I mean, I have, though. I've got sympathy for her. She's a woman who has held a gunpoint in an horrific ordeal. She thought she was going to die. It's an horrific ordeal. I tell you who I don't have sympathy for. Go on. Uh, James Corden. James Corden um, went on Twitter. Um, guys, <laughs> can you stop making jokes about Kim Kardashian? She's a woman, a mother, uh, and a friend. It was terrifying. If you've got nothing better to say, shut up. Because that's how Twitter works. Excuse me, James Corden. Ex- excuse me, Mr. Corden. Excuse me, Mr. Corden. When did you become Twitter police? And I read all the comments that he was getting. Of course, he was getting a lot of abuse. 
And someone said, all right, James, thanks for clearing that up. Can I just check, is it still okay to make jokes about her sex tape like you did when it got leaked? So don't come the uh, Twitter police with me, James Corden. But of course I have sympathy for that. Uh, How could you not have sympathy? I mean, yeah, you know, uh, her whole life is a facade. But um, it was terrifying, you'd imagine. I don't actually know. What are you doing in my studio? Bringing my tea. Okay, in that case, I apologise. I shouldn't have shouted. That was out of order. Um, uh, We've got an anonymous text here. You should let the woman have more airtime. Your show. Love from Kath. Poppycock. That's not used anymore. Poppycock. (laughs) Poppycock. Um, how could you not have sympathy for her? I don't really well, if know. You're overwhelmed with jealousy and bitterness, so I... much so that it takes over all your waking moments. The point where you start doing stupid things online. Wowzers! Kath came out fighting. That was fighting talk, dear. <laughs> Boy, if only you guys knew what had been going on this weekend. Um, let's not stir the hornet's nest. <laughs> um, but. Um, I don't really, I don't actually mm-hmm. know what happened because I've not re- I've not read any of the papers today because Catherine will will uh, bear witness to this. He was lying on the floor moaning. Y- yeah, well, because my back and my front hurt downstairs. <laughs> um, literally, my back because I pulled my back. I had to lift up a guitar amp at the weekend and I didn't bend my knees no. and my back went. I went oh balls, um, and then I've got really bad stomach ache. Um, and I may, at some point this evening, and I apologise, I apologise, I might let off a rip-roaring ripe one. Because I have got terrible indigestion. Terrible! It, it's affected my thinking. I got free tickets to go to an exhibition at the Tate. And, and, and because I've done some filming at Tate Britain, I assumed it was Tate Britain. I said, Kath, come join me, I've got some free tickets. And I got there and I looked at the, the it's Tate Modern. Tickets of a Tate. Modern have gone to the wrong Tate. Who is Tate? Um, the Sugar Man, isn't it? Okay, that's not. That's Rodriguez. Tate and Lyle Man, Tate. Yeah, it's Rodriguez. No. Who's, who is Tate? The Sugar Man. That's Rodriguez. The Sugar Man. Sugar Man. You know, tonight we could... I don't think I've finished one sentence, let alone a thought. Tonight may be the night... Oh, look at this. Why are you all texting in? Who gave you the text number? Rapscallion. That's another word. Oh, nincompoop. My kids call each other that. Well, then it doesn't fit on the list, mate. Oh, it's a list of ruined words. It. Ruined it again. That don't. Please be quiet. Otherwise, Digital ruined Spy it. is going to um, have your guts for garters. Okay, so that's the introduction to the show. That's how it works. Um, you can call in or not. I'm not bothered, but I do this for you. It's for the fans tonight. I don't. 0844 499. There we go. I've given you the topics. 0844 499 1000. Let's hope the new bosses aren't listening tonight. We call you back. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Order! It's been a really weird weekend, right? It's been busy, it's been emotional, it's been highs and lows, ups and downs, crashes and, um, what's the opposite of crashes? No, no, no crashes. Um, skillful driving. Swerves. Cra- swerves. Well, no, a swerve 
would still indicate um, a lack of focus on the road. The fact that you'd have to swerve. No, I didn't see that. No, whoa. extreme control, you know. Wow. Swerving I've is... seen that obstacle. I'm, I'm going round it. Well, no, because I would have Cruising. seen... Cruising. I would have seen the obstacle before it. Mm. I wouldn't need to swerve. Mm. I would... To, I would really go a different route. Or even for like a, a badger or something. You never oh, see those coming. Here's the... Um, oh, wait, 444991000. Here's the thing. The, the worst damage I ever did to my mother's car. I can say this now because she won't remember it. Doesn't know I work in radio. Um, uh, I was 17. I'd left B-Jams. I was working at Safeway. I drove past the car park yesterday. Working in Safeway and I had her... It was a red Nissan Micro, I want to say. And I was doing wicked skids in the car park. Of this... Donuts? No, 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 not, not donut. I couldn't do a donut, but I was doing some wicked skids. I was, I was accelerating, then putting the brakes on it. You know what a skid is, doing that. Well, I did that, but I hit, hit a curb, right? Buggered the wheel up, didn't I? You idiot. Yeah. So the wheel was then bent, and it was catching. And I went home, and I went to my mate's house, Brian, who was a bit handy with his hands, and he said, your car's... It's effed, he said. I was like, I'm blimey. And so I went to my mum's. Well, I lived there. I went to my house. And I said, oh, mum, I've... I've um, knackered the left passenger, front passenger wheel. She, she Excuse? Got, she, went, she went nuts. She went angry. I said, oh, yeah, I did it. I was trying to avoid a cat. And she went, oh, how can I be angry with that? Come here, son. I got a hug out of it. I got a hug out you of it. didn't. Yeah, totally. My sister did a really good one. Yeah. She knackered her car going over one of them rising bollards. Yeah. All underneath it. Oh, I love them. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The excuse she gave my parents. Yep. Passing taxis, hubcap came off. Ooh. And like odd jobs hat, yeah. took the underside of her car off. Because that, that could happen. <laughs> they, they believed it. Well, your parents are from the north. Well... Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. So words that are no longer used, and um, lies you told to your parents. And this is a really specific one. Okay, so l- let me finish before you call in. I can see the phones are going nuts, but just just put the phone down for a second. Let me finish the sentence. Lies you told to your parents about to cover the the real reason for damaging their car. Or, or property. No, no, no. It's got to be... No! Come on. This is for the fans. All right, sorry. I forgot about the fans. Lies you told your parents um, th- to hide the real reckless reason for damaging their car. Or bicycle. No, it's got it's specifically a car. It's got to be a car. 0844 Let's let's. The, the phones are going nuts on this. Uh, Lee, what was a lie you told your parent to um, uh, hide the real reason for the fact that you damaged their car? I would never risk it, mate. They'd kill me. Really? Oh, honestly, my dad was a monster. Oh, well, <laughs> uh, the, the way you say monster there, Lee, implies actually he was quite predatory. He was, yes. Well, okay. And that's um, maybe not the... Um, the, the you, so did you never... What, what? I mean, how bad a monster was he? Oh, diabolical. No, oh, blimey. You could write a book about him. You should write a book about him. Well, I've th- I thought about it. Why do we like, Lee? Why do we like... And I've, I often wonder this out loud, and you're a wise man, okay? You've seen things that, that, that some of us can only dream of, right? Kind why of Why do we like, why do we have such a fascination with the dark side? With, we like watching murder films, don't we? And we like reading about true life murders. And we like watching all kinds of horrible, horrible things. We like playing violent games. Why have we got that fascination? 
Well, it's kind of something we can't do ourselves, isn't it? I think it is. Is Are you saying, Lee, and I don't know the answer to this, that there is a part of us, a part of our psyche, that would like to murder? Yes, probably. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. We've all thought about murdering people. I did this weekend. Did we, I did. I didn't do anything, officer. We've all genuinely... Th- haven't we? Am I saying something outrageous? We've all genuinely thought about murder. Probably, yeah. How would you do it, Lee? With an axe. Yeah. Neck. Well, well. Straight, straight in the forehead. Uh, have you ever swung an axe? Uh, not, not in the forehead, no. I've swung an axe, right. They're not powerful tools. They are very, very powerful tools. Because they're, they're, they're very heavy. So you swing it and you put it up. Um, oh, boo. And the weight, the momentum carries it through. I mean, it could easily do it. Kath, how would you murder someone? Not, not the perfect murder. Mm-hmm. A spontaneous murder. Poison. Well, wait, how, how can you do a spontaneous poisoning? Just won't cook the chicken very well. That's not going to... It's just going to give them the squits. What's the start? Well, I... Th- Ed, Ed, I bet Ed, It's always the quiet ones, isn't it? Ed, Ed'd be perfect, the perfect murderer, because when he gets arrested for it and they find all his stash of DVDs and stuff and murder stuff, the neighbours will go, well, you know, he seemed like such a quiet guy. His neighbour's in South Africa. No, his neighbour is South African. He lives in multicultural London. You racist? Ed. Hi. Spont- wow, oh, you're loud. loud. You're, you're not on the Johnny and Ash show now. You're not the, you're not the, the filler. That's right, I'm sorry. Ah, uh, the, the spontaneous murder. Not a pre-planned one, not the perfect murder. We all know that's either with a, a, a dagger made of ice or a, a bit of lamb that you clubbed him to death with. Let him have his turn, Catherine. Stop ruining the show. Ed, spontaneous murder, how would you do it? Well, me being a nice guy, I'd never murder someone. But yeah. if I had to, get my hands dirty. Bit of strangulation. Whoa. Ooh. See, that is the most messed up murder because yeah, that's yeah, sexual. Yeah. That is, is sec- Yeah, yeah. Not always. Oh, no, 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 no. The strangulation is like the masturbation for the nation. No, it is. It's honestly, that is, I bet, I'm literally making this up, but I bet you could Freudianly um, t- tarry that into, um, into onanism. Self abuse. But it's abuse of one other's self. Totally. What are you on about? I've got no idea. What about brown noise? That's the, that's the perfect murder. That doesn't kill them. It just you go, go, All of your methods just make people do a poo. How is <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, you can good? make people do a poo to the point where they die. Lee, what have you called in for? Um, you were talking about words that aren't used anymore. Yeah. Uh, yes. There was a good one posted on Periscope at the beginning. Spastic. Uh, yeah, it's not used anymore. And um, th- there was, of course, the. Um, the Spastics Society is now Mencap. Is it Mencap? Mm-hmm. Is, that what, is that what they yes. became? Um, and um, it's weird because spastic is is, forget, is a descriptive term. You know, your your limbs can go spastic, go into a spasm. Yeah. But it became um, it became a real playground derogatory. Um, Really, it was used in a nasty, bullying way to um, uh, uh, people, children generally, that were considered to be less than or weaker than, and it was mocking, you know, kids with cerebral palsy and all kinds of physical disabilities. Yeah. But you're right. I remember about ten years ago, um, there was a bit of controversy because Tiger Woods 
I remember doing this on LBC and I had to run it past my boss if we could say it or not. And he said, yeah, you can say it once. But Tiger Woods came out and said, this is before all the sexual shenanigans, when he was still good. But he played really badly and he came out and said, I'm really sorry to all my fans, I played like a spastic. Wow. And um, there was quite rightly furore and, and uproar about this. And I wonder if we have any Americans listening. I wonder if that word has a different weight to it. Remember we played um, a Weird Al song last week? Yeah. Grammar, about grammar. And that word popped up in there Uh and I dumped it. And I wonder if in America... Oh, wait, 444991000. I've heard Americans use it and I've I've heard them use the word, and I'm going to say it, I hate saying it though. Spaz. I spazzed out. They say things like that. Yeah. And I don't think it has the same connotation there maybe wrong i wonder if it does um americans um oh we will you know i'm not one for necessarily for self-censorship but we will hold back on 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 using those 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 two words in particular but it's an interesting listen this part of the show is we're gonna have interesting grown-up conversation um and uh, lee's brought it up and i just wonder if it does have different weight in america to me i mean here's the thing here's the thing do you remember joey deacon Mm mm-hmm and um, Joey Deacon, of course, was a severely disabled gentleman that appeared on Blue Peter throughout the 70s, late 70s, early 80s. And um, it was to highlight the plight of severe disability. And this guy who, you know, he'd been written off as a kid, as, as, he was put in a, like a home or a special hospital, you know, because they thought because he, was, he couldn't communicate verbally, there was nothing going on in his head. It turns out he was a very bright man. And Didn't he, he had have cerebral palsy or something? I think so. I'm not totally sure. But he also had a mate called Ernie. And Ernie was the only one that could really understand what Joey was, was saying. Now, being kids in the 70s and 80s, of course, we, um, we would watch Joey Deacon on Blue Peter in the evenings. And the next day, we'd go into school and we'd say, did you see that really touching story about that severely disabled no, we, we went around calling people a hey, joey we right. went round and we did that but the thing is i did that yeah i know and i remember it at school i don't remember you doing it at school but i remember kids doing it at school Incredible. I we used to get um, visits from the mcintyre home at my school and people used to call each other mackies okay. it's not about the word it's about the intent isn't it it's about the yeah. fact that what they're doing is taking the mickey out of those people and so it doesn't matter whether it's you know, the Spastic Society or whatever it might be, or Joey Deacon, whatever. It was that. That was the standard oh. taunt when we were kids. Oh, you... And we do the face and the hands. Gosh, yeah. we got into heavy stuff quite quickly, but I don't mind. Um, do kids still do that? No, because cause Joey now means Joey... Well, no, it probably doesn't now, but ten years ago, Joey meant Joey from Friends, mm-hmm. so it meant an idiot. Yeah. Oh, you're such a Joey. It meant in an idiot way. Um... I think that they've changed the thing. It's it's no longer about that. You get kids in the schoolyard calling each other gay. We used, I mean, we used to do that. I don't. I, I, the, the Joey and the spastic. Because I used to do it. I, I put my my hand up. I used to do it. Um, and um, kid, well, kids are cruel, aren't they? Kids yeah. are, 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 are vicious and cruel. Anyway, Lee, sorry. That's okay. Are you uh, no no. I, I forgot you were there. Um, Anything else, boss? You, you brought the word spastic to our attention. We shall add it to the list. How thin calf is looking. Sorry? How thin calf is looking. You talk to, talk to the woman. Thin? I'm not thin. You look thin, darling. Well, okay. Just thought I'd say. Hey, can, I, can, I give, can, can I give you a tip? Yeah. It, um... Um... You don't... You don't always have to, you know, pick up on how women look. 
They can just be. True. But I just, I just thought I'd say anyway. I'm watching on Periscope, so she looks, she looks lovely and thin. But what if she looked um, uh, um, not thin? That would be okay too, wouldn't it? Well, look, I know what you're trying to be, and that's nice. And that's that's fine by me. Thank you, Lee. Um, interestingly, we spoke to um, we will play it later in the week, I think. Uh, but we spoke to Susie Quattro uh, earlier on, and um, I was really keen. I didn't mean. Uh, I didn't mention her looks or the leather outfit or the sexual nature of her act, and it was sexual. I didn't mention it once, and I didn't want to bring it up because it would have been easy. She brought it up. Uh-huh. She brought it up. And I didn't want to mention it. When you listen to the interview, it's a really geeky... It's pretty much 15 minutes talking about bass guitars. That's pretty much what it is. Without any allusion to the, the 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 sexual nature of the act or the fact that she is, you know, an incredibly attractive woman and um, sexuality inevitably played a big part in her career, um, it was just a, a chat about um, it was just a geeky guitar chat really, and I didn't want to make too big a thing, and maybe I did, I don't know, about her being a pioneer. Because she is a pioneer. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. What was interesting was when she said that um, Joan Jett, and I'd forgotten this. I did know this. Joan Jett from um, uh, The Runaways, of course, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, was a fan. You know, based her entire act on Susie Quattro and would t- turn up at Susie Quattro gigs and... Basically dressed as Susie yeah, Quattro. Yeah, dressed as Susie and get, and get her autograph and get her to sign albums and stuff like that. I'd forgotten that. Yeah. It's a really interesting chat. Really interesting chat. We'll play that later. In the week. We've got some cracking guests this week. We've got... Um, uh melanie at some point we got Susie quattro we've got luke haynes is on tomorrow dennis lacoria dennis lacoria is on uh wednesday night at half past 12 the voice of dr hook and i i love dennis and it's it's so strange to think that you know i grew up listening to his records when i would hate them and him and neil diamond were played in my house i would hate them both now i love them both you know and uh, um to think that uh, you know me and dennis talk about life's woes and to think that dennis is now considered a mate um he's coming on and he's in the middle of a tour right and he said you don't have to mention the doctor hook tour if you don't want <laughs> when do you get that when do you get people who come on and say you don't have, you've got to mention the stuff that i'm you know i'm, I'm doing it he the just moment. wants to come on for a gab and just... boy can he gab i love him <laughs> he's so good Oh man, would remind me we've got to blag some tickets. Okay. St Albans in November the fifth. We'll, we'll blag some tickets All for right. that. We'll, we'll, remember, we'll remember, November the fifth. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on air and off the on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh eight four four. What happened there? Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. We I'm being told that um, spastic ha- does have different weight in the US. Apparently there was a transformer called it. What? Now this is coming from uh, PDT on on um, Twitter, who is generally a very very reliable source. Um. So if anyone knows anything about that, 0844-499-1000. Ray's on the line. Good evening, Ray. Good evening, Ian. What kind of cake? Um, 
Victoria. Thank you very much indeed. Standard. Yep. Right, I've got a couple of um, archaic words for you. Uh, one of them you almost uh, referenced because you said Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Yeah. Uh, the word blackguard. Blackguard! That's Which um, means a black-hearted person. That's um, a very adamant word, isn't it? I can imagine adamant. Use, I, I bet. I bet adamant's used that in at least three of his songs. I'd, uh, I haven't. Um, I don't yeah. know. Okay. Don't, don't say you haven't it. heard of adamant. I've heard of adamant. Okay, yeah, I'm trying to think. Which songs of his use the word blackguard? What's your favourite Adamant song? Uh, I like Ant music. Yeah, I like Ant music. I tell you, my two favourites, slightly later ones. Um, goody two, goody two, goody goody two. Oh, yeah. Don't drink, don't smoke. What do you do? You do? just uh, full of sex. That song. You don't drink, don't smoke. What do you do? Something. And, uh, bah, 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 Subtle innuendo follows. There must be something inside. Yeah. I like Stand and Deliver. I know it's boring, but I. Uh, no, I also like Apollo cousin. 9, oh? which is a later one, and it's a bit of a racket, but it's like a beautiful racket. He was Adamant. Right, I've interviewed Adamant. We're trying to get him on the show again. I hope he does it. Adamant is um, a law unto <laughs> himself. Sorry? You all right, Ray? I'm good, yep. You, what, what, what happened there? Uh, clearing my throat. Okie dokie. Okay. Um, it's for the fans, guys. Um, Adamant, you know, obviously he's, he's suffered from, from mental illness and, but boy, oh boy, what wonderful, wonderful interview. I, I interviewed him when I was at Virgin when no one else would touch him. We, like, people going around saying, we've got Adamant, does anyone want Adamant? Everyone's going, no. I was going, I, I'll have him. Oh. I got him partly because my sister was a huge fan when she was a kid. I mean, she was like 12, 13, 11, 12, 13. And, um, I, I got Adamant to phone up my sister's phone when I knew it would be off and she wouldn't be listening. And he left a message on her phone. I think she might... St- I, I, maybe now she's moved to New Zealand. Perhaps she hasn't got that message anymore. But she had that message for a couple of years. And um, Adam... What was that? Oh, yeah. Adamant was massive in the States. He, he was huge in the States. Like, playing arenas and stuff. And he was the... I think I've got this right. The only white artist to play at the Motown 25th um, anniversary. And he's on stage doing a... I'm sure I've got this right. Someone will correct me if I'm wrong. He's on stage doing a duet with Diana Ross. What? The wow. only white artist to play at the Motown 25th anniversary. Isn't that weird? And he tells, you know, a brilliant story about being backstage and, and Marvin Gaye doing shed loads of cocaine and, and Diana Ross being a bit of a diva and stuff like that. And, um... I've got a lot of time uh, for Adamant. I mean, I've I've met him three times. Um, tw- twice he was wonderful, and once he was quite rude. Um, but I know he's got his demons, and I know he's unwell. And that rudeness, I kind of thought, all right, well, he's he's in that space today. I'm going to let him have that one, you know. But um, he was he was he was playing the rock star a little bit, and I I had to introduce him on stage. Uh. Wowzers! But I like a bit of Adamant. We should uh, remind me tomorrow. We'll redouble our efforts to get Keep him on. Trying, but you know what happens. I know. You know what happens. I get I get word from his agent in America, but nothing from. Here. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll send trying. I'll send an email. I'll, I'll remind them that I've interviewed him before, and that might that might just trigger a few things. It might not. It might not. Anything else, Raymond? Uh, plus, how many other songs are there that mention a pound note? That mention a pound note? Yeah, write it on a pound note, pound note. Have I lost you? No, I'm, hang on a minute. I'm, um... Two shoes. Yeah, no, I know the song. I'm trying to think. I'm, you've asked a question. I've now entered the, uh, the, the, uh, Cong- the Library of Congress in my head <laughs> to try and remember pound note. 
I mean, they certainly don't exist anymore. In fact, they went out like a year after that song. Maybe, maybe, maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe Adaman, it was he made them so popular. There's a rush in them that they 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 ran out. Right. Thank you very much indeed. So so far we've got it's actually quite a busy show tonight for the fans. We're serving you guys. It's um, words that are no longer used. Was Adamant the only white artist to appear at the Motown 25th anniversary celebrations? Um, songs with a pound note in, and the um, weight of the um, uh, S word. And we're, I'm going to hold off using that word a bit because we've used it. We've been quite free and easy. And there might be some people who are still offended by it. And I don't want to do it. But the weight of that word in the United States, how weighty is it? 0844 499 1000. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. The wild man of late night radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0844-499-1000. Craig's on the line. Good evening, Craig. Hello. What kind of cake? Pardon? Someone's not Hello? a fan. What kind of cake? We well, on about some kind of cake. What kind of... You try, Kath. Maybe... Craig? Yes? What kind of cake? <laughs> are you... Are you joking with me? Ed, Ed, try it. You try it. Maybe it's maybe it's the accent. All right, all right. I got this. I got this. Hang right. on, Craig. Uh, Craig. Um, Craig. Right. Craig. Craig. Yeah, yeah. You can't say that. <laughs> you just earned yourself. You just earned yourself a, a a dump. But you heard that on Periscope. We dumped that. You've earned yourself a dump and a yellow card. Ooh. <laughs> but you're about. You're. you I'm. I'm about to get out the red card. Ooh. <laughs> Think of an actual cake. Here's a tip. Think of an actual let's, cake. Let's leave the cake. This guy's obviously not the fan. He's a fan special tonight, Craig. What, a, what the hell are you doing listening? Right, no, I've got this. I've got this. I like, um... I, I don't want to like... know... I don't want to know what kind of cake anymore. No, no. The, the cake... The cake... The cake... I don't want to know. I don't want to know. The cake moment has passed. <laughs> Can I just, uh... Are you high? Can I ask you? Can I ask you a genuine question? Have you genuinely taken drugs today? Yes. What kind of drugs? Uh... <laughs> 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 nah, you're right on it. <laughs> right, I'm serious, no, right. What kind uh, of drugs? <laughs> nah, 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 none to do with that, none to do with that, right. Have okay. you? Because I can tell, man. <laughs> What drugs have you taken today? Oh, what? No, what is this? The FBI or something? Why are you getting paranoid? Ooh. <laughs> You're coming at me with that. I'm not coming at okay. you with anything. I'm just, I'm just asking you. I'll tell you what drugs I've taken today if you oh, tell okay. me what drugs you've taken today. Uh, right, okay, all right, I'll, I'll deal with that, I'll do it. you go first. I've taken 15 milligrams of citalopram, 
and I have taken three Nurofen migraine. Do you have, like, clinical depression? Yeah. Oh. What drugs have you taken? This is just the best thing you've ever heard. What drugs have you taken, I've Craig? I've taken 100 milligrams of sertraline. Okay. I've taken, here we go, 15 milligrams of lanzoprazole. Mm-hmm. I've got 40 milligrams of Xanax. Wow, you're proper screwed up, aren't you? Ah, uh, wait, 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 the list goes... Oh, my God, no, this is wonderful. No wonder he was laughing at me. He thought I was a pussy. Carry on, Craig. All right, I got this, I got this. Um, and two cocodamols, that's it. OK. Nothing illegal? That's none of your business. Ah! Hey. I gotcha! Hey. I gotcha! Um, I got you. I'm inside your head, Craig. I'm inside your head, Craigie. I'm inside, Craigie. I'm inside your head, Craigie. I can't get out, Craigie. I'm inside your head. I know what else you're taking. Smells good. I've left one. I've left one out. I've left one out. Smells good. Wait, I've got. I've left one out. I've got eight milligrams of incesterol. In, there's no drug called incesterol. So what's yeah. wrong with you then? You clinically depressed. Um, you've got to be a bit more than that if you've got to take 100 milligrams of sertraline is a huge dose that's true that's true um i have a split personality disorder oh man alive and how how are you finding that these days it's brilliant is it yeah seriously how is it um yesterday i uh stood on my cat's tail for a while deliberately yeah of course why well, I don't know. It's, it just kept like shaking around in that, so I thought. Yeah, should you? Should you? Um, do you live alone? No, I live with my mum. Did you tell your mum you did that? She watched. There's no laughter now, is there? Um, and didn't she say anything? No, man. Do me a favour. Yeah. Do me a favour. Yeah. 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 Take the cat to a cat's home. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious, man. <laughs> nah, but I've got three cats. Well, get rid of them. Take and by get rid of them, I mean take them to a cat's home because you're not well enough to be in charge of cats. <laughs> you trod on its tail. No, this bit isn't funny. This bit's real. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm just doing it for the boils, man. But you can't tread on, you can't, now listen, right, being ill and stuff, that's all fine, of course that's fine, you know, and it sounds like you've got a very healthy um, pharmacology department in your house, but you can't be going, taking out and experimenting on animals, because that's not fair on them, is it? No, but, like, one of them's dead loud all the time, eh? Oh, in that case, it deserves it. No, but seriously, um... You can't, um, you can't be let, you can't be taking it out on cats, can you? That's not fair. 
You're obviously not well enough to look after cats. <laughs> it's all right, it's all right, man. They're fine. Well, it's they're all, fine. Well, well, they're, well but, no, but now I'm being serious, right? They're not <laughs> fine, are they, Craig? Yes, that's not fair to take it out on cat. You know that. In your wellest moment, right, when you're focused and you're grounded, and I know you get those moments, don't you? Mm-hmm. Every day, every day. Um, you know that's not acceptable behaviour, don't you? I don't know. I don't. It was all right. Then, in that case, that's the reason that you need to get rid of them cats. It was a superficial bruising, you know what I mean? It wasn't a deep one. Yeah, but standing on a cat's tail, their tails are sensitive all the way to the tips. (laughs) That's what, that's what, uh, that's what she said. Who said? Uh, <laughs> don't, say, don't say where I think. Don't say what I think you're going to say. Don't, don't, don't say what I think you're going to say. You uh, Who said? Uh, your mum. Thank you. But he didn't say what I thought he was going to say. That's okay. <laughs> Craig. Apart from um, um, torturing cats, mm-hmm. how's life treating you? Um, it's okay. Yeah. I uh, spent the day in bed, uh, ate some pizza. Um, done a jobby. Uh, stood on my cat's tail. Get rid of the cats, um. Craig. <laughs> I'm serious, man. Get rid of the cats. Get rid of yeah, the cats. Yeah, nah, yeah, I'll genuinely think about it. I'll think about it. Think about it. Get rid of the cats. Because, um... Because it's not fair on the cats. Whatever turmoils you're going through, man, and I, you know, I understand you're not well. You're not in control of everything, but that's why you should get rid of the cats, because you're not in control of everything. <laughs> it's not... <laughs> no, it's not normal, whatever that means, to stand on a cat's tail, deliberately, for an extended period of time. And you, you, you don't want them cats to suffer. <laughs> uh, tomorrow's a new day, though, you know? Tomorrow's a new day. Yeah, tomorrow the cat might get a kick in the face. I'm being exactly. serious. Exactly. Exactly. So you want to do the right thing, Craig, and you want to get those cats to a cat's home. Cats Protection League are brilliant. Why don't you take the cats there? It's not enough volunteers. Sorry? There's not enough volunteers there. Yeah, there's, there, well, there's enough volunteers to take the cats. Uh, Come on, man, because the thing is as well, right, if it gets out that you're torturing cats, and that's torture, right, you could end up with a criminal record. You don't want that. I've already got one. What have you got a criminal record for? Um, you don't have to answer eating, that if you don't want. Eating cheese pizza. Okay, all right, great. Well, listen, nice to talk to you. Can I just shout out the boils and stuff like that? No, you can't. Um... Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. How are you feeling after that, Catherine? You know exactly how I'm feeling after that. Go on, tell me. Tell me. Worried. Yeah, yeah. Whipping it. That that call. That's, that's left. Very rarely do I get unsettled by a call. Right, that has unsettled me. Um. That took in every emotion, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, they starting off with the, you got clinical depression. Yes. <laughs> That be- it hilarious. I, I found that hilarious. If I'm completely honest, yeah, but it was hilarious because it was shocking that reaction. If, if well, 
also I thought, oh, fair play, he's laugh. Actually, if you're watching on Periscope, I wasn't offended by that in the slightest. No, no. I was laughing hysterically at that, and I was covering my mouth. I actually found that quite funny. I found it funny because um, I get yeah, because it was shocking. Because it was a shocking reaction. It's the opposite of the reaction. Yeah, you but I did find that funny. As um, Lino says, uh, "Mate, have you got clinical depression? Cue manic laughter. Hashtag that's entertainment." Yeah. Um, but. Um, doesn't get any realer than that, guys. We're here to serve, as uh, I say every night. Um, it doesn't get any realer than that. No, it could have been a prank. It could have been a wind-up. I don't think so. I think he was genuine. We normally have a very good BS detector, don't we? Um, like when someone called us last week. Um, that felt real to me because it was so off the wall in uh, the directions it took. Um, well, there you go. <clears throat> I'm not going to make a judgment on 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 Thomas' life. What he did was obviously cruel, and um, he's obviously not well. Doesn't necessarily justify the behaviour. A bit sorry for his mum. Yeah, so many questions I wanted to ask, um, and I didn't look at that. We're 55 minutes into the first hour of the the show, of the first show this week, and um, in the last 10 minutes we've covered everything. Are we allowed to finish now? Because I don't know how we're going to... I was going to say top that. I don't want to top that. But um, how has it left me feeling? Uncomfortable, awkward, embarrassed, amused. I found him funny for bits of it, if I'm being completely honest. Concerned about the cats. I'm making up a whole backstory as to what's going on. You know, literally making stuff up in my head as to what's going on with him and his mum and the life they lead. Worried about them cats, you know, because uh, that's, that's unfair on... Uh, on the cats. Wow, there's an hour of radio, isn't there? Uh, there's two more hours of this to go. As I said at the top of the show, guys, um, this is unlike any radio show anywhere at all. Um, I feel I, f- I feel we've not finished with Craig, but we have because he's gone. And there's nothing more we can say or, or or do. And I don't want people to phone in and give their opinions on it because that's not fair on Craig. I just that's gonna. I think we're all gonna have um, something to think about tonight, aren't we? Yeah. On the drive home, that or was when a we, snapshot uh, of a life, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Okay. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to. If you've never listened before, have you got a handle on how it works? <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. Not after that 55 minutes worth of, of um, stuff. Literally, it's it, it's a phrase that I used in the interview with Miranda Soy, and I, I keep forgetting to use it, but it is, it's kind of a drop-in centre, this show, for the battered, the bewildered, the beaten, the lonely, the sad, the happy... Whatever, it's a drop-in centre. You can phone in and check in, you know. And if you're off your nut, you can phone in and check in. You know, we don't condone uh, illegal drug use. Of course not, but you're welcome to call in. We don't police the gates like a lot of people. No, we don't. And and I I don't condone illegal drug use on this show at all. But if you are off your mash, sometimes you've got stuff you've got to get out. You're all welcome. 0844 499 1000. We call you back. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.
Talk Radio. I uh, can't talk for long, guys. I'm just sending a message to Tony Basil. That's how I roll. Look out, the four channers are after us. You have the four channers? Sad cases. They're planning on pranking us tonight. Oops, I'm scared. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for a living in the movies and TV. But the hardest thing I ever do is watch my leading ladies. Some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star I've never spent much time in school But I taught ladies plenty it's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine. Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that makes Eastwood look so fine. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. It's um, a late night phoning show where anything goes. You can phone in and you can talk about absolutely anything um, that you want to talk about. Here's a thing, right? Um, I, I'm a big fan, as you know, of the prank call. Um, but there's there's no, there's no point in pranking this show because any literally anyone gets on the a prank call. I've been thinking about this at the weekend. A prank call because of you know what happened last week. A prank call. Only really works to a show that has, um, uh, like a filter yeah. that has, you know, guards on the door. Whenever I have a new producer, whenever the temporary producer, Catherine, I always say, are there any, anything, any special instructions? Yeah. If you wouldn't normally put them on, put them to the front of the queue. Those are the people I want to speak to more. Um, and so like pranking, you know, like Julia Hartley Brewer or, or, uh, uh, any answers on on Radio Four or you know cl- Nick Ferrari or something? There, there's a skill to that. The whole point is to be disruptive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But the whole point of basically, it's like doing graffiti on a wall that you're allowed to write on, because well, you you're allowed to do it. So there's no challenge. If I was presenting like a newsy show, um, there would be a challenge to get on, and uh, you know, and also we've got a 14 second delay, so. What I'll say is, everybody is welcome to call, and even you, dear listener, you're welcome to call in, and you can call in and talk about something that's happened previously in the show. You can talk about something that you think we've missed. Um, you can phone up and say you think the show is a load of old crap. I, it's all it's all groovy, man. It's all groovy. Uh, the way it works is you dial 0844 499 
and uh, we call you back. Even the the people on the 4chan website, you're all welcome to call in, guys. You're, you're literally welcome. I see they've got a thread about me tonight, which is wonderful. Thank you. I am thrilled. Um, so you guys um, call in, and if you want to say you're a four chaner, then you're you're more than welcome to. And if you if you you know you don't want to announce that, then you don't have to. It's all groovy, man. But everybody's welcome. Toby's on the line. Good evening, Toby. Good evening. I thought I should embark on some sort of prank now. Um, you don't <laughs> pranks. You don't have to. I, I've uh, I've ordered you a couple of pizzas. Uh, <laughs> hey. Like that, actually. Delivered. Um, <laughs> delivered. No, I've. Um, do you know what, since just listening to that music, I've been... Do you know what, a piece of music I've had going around my head all day? Go on. The, I mean, without descending into, you know, do you remember? Yeah. That theme tune to the Huckleberry Finn and Friends. podcast. Yes, good, good song, that. Thanks I know. For the, do you remember it, Catherine? Yeah, just about. Thanks for the... Turns out YouTube is full of people doing mournful covers of it on the ukulele. Yeah, <laughs> I bet I bet it is. I bet it is. Um, I used to really love... lilting voices. I used to love Tom Sawyer's hair in that. He had a really good bowl cut. Bowl really yeah. solid bowl cut. I used to love that program i did i watched i watched one today it's all it's all up there someone's put it all up any good Do you know, all right yeah the, the thing I it's a solid the, story um, bit of mark twain say that again yeah yeah aunt polly was dubbed do you remember she's a german actress it was one of those oh. european slash canadian productions oh i didn't realize that and so clearly her accent wasn't wasn't she, what she promised it would be? Yeah, I, the, another one of those. Well, another one of those European things, of course, was Heidi. Heidi and Silas. Oh, well, Heidi, and yeah. Silas, Silas with the shrew, the shrew, <laughs> <laughs> the shrew in the windmill. Someone, someone sent in a text, um, which is oh. a dig at us. Oh, can really? you, can you take it, Catherine? Can you take this dig? Go on. But it's really, it's a dig on themselves. Go on. Prank calls only tend to work on shows that have listeners. Says someone. Who's Who is listening, listening <laughs> to the show? <laughs> Mind you, they got us there, haven't they? They, they got... got us there. Clever. What have you What have you done to annoy uh, the people on 4chan? I don't know, but they're upset that I'm aware of it. Is, was I not supposed to know 4chaners? Sorry, guys. I don't know. They think I'm a faggot, quotes unquote, because I used to present the eleven o'clock show. Um, well, that's, that that's was, not that the was reason. On the, uh, job it's not, description. It's not the. Re- yeah, it, was. it was to get a gig on TV in the nineties. Um, <laughs> they're upset that I know about it. Sorry, guys. Was I not meant to know? I can pretend. Nice one. Someone snitched. What a pathetic attempt at a raid. Um, someone effing snitched. Um, if you want me to pretend I don't know, four channels, I will pretend I don't know. More than happy. Um, more than happy, guys. I pretend I don't know. I don't know. Did someone snitch, or did we read it on the internet? Someone snitched, <laughs> guys. I don't know. I don't. I, I've not seen it. You come and get us, guys. I've not seen it. You come and get us. Anyway, Toby, what you got for us? I was just thinking. I think it's all kind of tied up with yes. the kind of the four chance stuff that I was even thinking. Yeah. It all comes from having children and worrying about screen time and things. Yes. So if you could go back and know how invasive a smartphone would be on your life, would you tell yourself not to bother? So you know that kind of all that. Oh, you can't. But the thing is, you can't. Healthy. You can't go back now. But I, I do you remember Kathy- theoretically, obviously, I yeah. mean, if I had a time machine. For, yeah, I think this would be a different kind of phone call. Catherine, do you remember for about six months at the other place, I got rid of my phone and I had a Nokia brick. Yeah. brick. Oh, how, this is what I'm thinking, how was it? Oh, it was wonderful. And, and I would why check. Did you go back? I would check my 
emails and Twitter in the mornings. It was the breakfast show, and I would check them um, sort of late afternoon. And that was it. Why did I go back? The phone fell apart. Um, it was a real pain sending texts. Um, oh, why dear. did I go the back? I think after questions. I think after after six months, I thought, hey, I'm I'm cured. I I can use um uh, I I I know how to use a smartphone properly now. And of course, I didn't. And within within an hour, I was sucked back into it. And that's the thing. I always tell myself I can just not pick it up, not fiddle. And I, I hate it, you know, the phone, obviously. But you know, that's the thing. That it's the, I, wish I, I wish you could go back and not have it. I wish I was one of those. Danny I, Baker doesn't have a phone. I think life is worse. I think society is worse off by having smartphones. Yes. I think it's definitely. completely true. So, that, that, so that's it. I was essentially going to poll opinions whether to get rid of a smartphone and get it for a Nokia brick, and now I discover you've done it. Oh, well, I did it. Did my you? mate um, James Brown um did it and he um well he was in here a little while ago doing some cover at talk sport and he's on a it's not a proper brick because i think he might have still been able to get emails on it but he couldn't go on online um and life life would be life would be a whole lot better why can't i do it because i'm addicted i'm addicted i genuinely think there will be like we have aa and na for alcohol and narcotics I ju- what the hell are you doing? Are you a milkman? Uh, I, do you know what? I was preparing a tease made. I'm not... Okay, I'm not even going to go there. Um, <laughs> I genuinely think that at some point soon, there will be support groups and 12-step programmes for people who are addicted to smartphones and technology, and there will be people who will sit in a room, and as, they go in, and as they go in, they will put their phones into a basket, um, and they will sit in a circle, and they'll say, my name's Ian, and I am a smartphone addict. I, I genuinely think that's going to happen. But it is everywhere, isn't it? The, the you know, like, like the zombification of everyone just kind of just staring down all the time. It's, those rooms are going to be full. There won't be a village hall free for, you know. Did you see that picture recently on Twitter of uh, everyone with their backs to Hillary Clinton taking selfies? Yes, and the one, the one, it was the one with the one old lady on the barrier leaning watching. I think, that, I think that's a different one, but there probably was. There's a similar thing. Yeah, it was everyone, everyone taking photos, you know, watching everything Sometimes you're it, at. It's amazing. I went to my kids' um, nativity play last year, and there was a woman in front of me with an iPad. <laughs> holding it up, and I just thought, right, okay, this is the sign. So I put my phone away that I was using to film, and watched it and experienced the play, and I I felt better for it. Slightly guilty, I didn't have any footage afterwards to show my mum. Well, the idea of that lady going home then is, well, I can't wait to watch this. <laughs> I know whoever watches it back. You know, people film concerts, don't they? Who watches it? Well, back? I've got this this app, which you've got to get this app, right? Called I think it's yeah. called FreePrint or something, right? And it's brilliant. What it does is, I get a reminder every month, it says, Ian, you've got 45 pictures that you haven't claimed. And what it does is you pick 45 pictures from the photos that you've taken, and for just £3.99, that's the postage, it will send you actual photographs. It will print (laughs) the photographs off. And so every month... You get a nice fat envelope, and it's got 45 pictures of the kids in, and pictures, and we sit there, and we go, oh, look at this picture. Oh, do you want to put this in your bedroom? Should we put this one on the fridge, because we look stupid in this one? Should we? 
It's actual pictures. For old time's sake, they should put a sticker on one or two saying, sorry, this one was overexposed, we couldn't, we couldn't print <laughs> yeah. it. They should do that. They should do it. But you try telling kids now that, you know, pictures well, you used to we get print, the... we print every six months, print a, print a book, you know, a photo book. Do you? Hmm, there we go. <laughs> now, oh, yeah, that's going to help that. me. <laughs> This is this has been going through my head all day. This isn't helping either, is it? No. It's a good lyric though. Something and wishing. Are they still alive, these gentlemen? And how much do we have to kickstart to get them to do Huckleberry Finn and Friends Tom, now? I've, I've, I've looked it up. Tom Sawyer's not working. He's stopped acting. But Huckleberry Finn has been in loads of stuff. He's been in stuff that's been on like in big series recently. No, he hasn't. Uh, what is Huckleberry <laughs> Finn? No. no, not as Huckleberry Finn. Just, no. Oh, look, there's <laughs> the, 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 there's the Finn Finn aunt. Bridget Horney. Her name's Bridget Horney. She's the one who's dubbed. Brigitte. Brigitte Horney. Brigitte. <laughs> um, yeah. We, we're getting dangerously yeah. close to doing old kids' TV programs, so I'm going to cut you off. Thank you uh, for that. Um, but yeah, we're addicted to smartphones and technology, and um, I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I couldn't. Of course I could. Of course I could. It's like saying I couldn't stop drinking or I couldn't, you know, get rid of smoking or whatever. Uh, yeah, of course we could. It just, it's, it's just different. It's not even more difficult. It's just different. Um, we went to the Lake District a couple of years ago. No, we, we didn't. In, not me, you. Oh. Me and my family went to the Lake District a couple of years ago and it was weird to be in a house where there was no signal. Yeah. And it, I'm not going to say it hurt, but I didn't feel right for about four days. Not being able to check my phone. When we went to Japan the first time, I think, couldn't get a phone signal because it was a different system. Mm-hmm. They We were like on the dual band and they're on a tri-band or the other way around. Um, yeah, it was the first time we went. Couldn't get a phone signal at all. Phone was dead. And so like every third day we'd find an internet cafe. So they weren't internet cafes. They were like in... Um, like may like like sort of post offices you go in and use the computer and stuff um the second time we went it all worked they uh, they 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 fixed it i never activate my phone when we're abroad well that's and ridiculous that, and that does feel weird but i i have to make myself do it just to show i can God, do it but I'm it addicted. is like you know you said to me before yeah. that you know alcoholics every now and again will prove that they're not alcoholic yeah. by not and when i get home flipping like i'm on that phone like no well, when business. i do, when we go to greece i think right i'm, I'm not going to use the phone um and I can go a couple of days and then I'll just turn it on in the morning see if I've got any messages. Then I'll go to the internet cafe, start going every day to the internet cafe. And I just think, oh, I'll just turn my phone on, check my emails, it'll be fine. We were staying with friends, uh, Spanish friends, and it really made me itchy because <laughs> she was on her phone all the time. People are, and you kind of notice it more when you can't use yours, I think. You notice the amount of time you're talking to someone and they're looking at their phone. Yeah. Very rude. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Dom, you'll be next. Then it's Rashid. Then it could be you, dear listener. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Well, it's well, suddenly it's nineteen minutes past eleven. We're almost halfway through um, the evening. I've not looked at the papers today. I've got no idea really what's going on in the world. I'm blissfully ignorant. I've had a, a, a busy day of sitting in two different branches of Cafe Nero. Was in one place, then I popped off to Uxbridge to see Scott. All oh, right, how's he doing? He's doing very well, thank you very much indeed. Looks very smart. 
and uh, I dropped off the um, DVD, the Keep Off My Grass DVD, and the new Mickey Dolenz single, because he did the covers for both of them, and he'd not uh, physically touched them, so I dropped those off. I have a record label, dear guys, www.7arecords.com. Um, oh, and thank you to everybody. Some of you came to the... Rec- we did a record launch on Sunday night for this new CD, the Mickey Dolan CD. And some of you, some of the listeners came, um, which was really, really nice to see them in, you know, in, in my other life, you know, in my other guys, is this, this monkey's geek. Um, and it was... It, I didn't enjoy any of the evening. It's basically it's a record launch for this CD. You did. You enjoyed at least twenty minutes. Well, of I enjoyed it at the, the end. end, but I, it, it was a record launch for this CD. Mickey Dolan's the MGM Singles Collection on CD. You can order it from Amazon now. And um, uh, me and my mate Glenn had arranged it, and we had a couple of we had three live acts, and we had going to have a link up with these w- wonderful people called Cersei Link and Christian Nesmith via Skype. We had a link up with them. They're in Los Angeles, and I was telling you this for me. Having a live link up with Los Angeles always reminds me of Peter Cook being on the Wogan show in about 1984 and then stopping the interview and Wogan going, well, we've got to stop now because... Are you doing the voice? I won't do the voice. Because uh, we've got a satellite booked to link up with Dudley Moore in Los Angeles. I remember Dudley Moore by a swimming pool in Los Angeles. And you only got a satellite, because it depended on the Earth's rotation. And go, so you only got the satellite for about seven minutes. And it cost tens of thousands of pounds. And then the picture started breaking up as the satellite moved away. And so, to me, talking to someone in LA is a big deal still, because yeah. I'm an old man. And we had this live link up using Skype on the Wi-Fi. And they w- chatted to us for half an hour, and they played five or six songs, and we talked to them. It was, and it was only a little bit glitchy. There was a couple of glitches now and then. The sound mixing could have been a bit better, but you know, and it worked, and it was brilliant, and it was so nice. And also, we had the like we've got in the studio here. We had Periscope set up in the corner, and people were watching in America, and people were watching in Japan. I went on Facebook today, and Cersei and Christian were saying. Oh, it was great. I don't know if, if anyone videoed it, but, you know, enjoyed it. And someone posted, a Japanese person posted, I, I was watching you from Tokyo. Isn't that nuts? We are in a pub in North London. We're living in Back to the Future 3. No, 2. That's the Cowboys. 2. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Hey, people were watching in Japan, and my mate Ken was watching, um, Ken's in, um, um, like Arkansas or somewhere. I can't remember where you are, Ken. Apologies. Um, maybe, maybe he's in, he might be in Phoenix or something. I, don't, I can't remember. Um, but, but, but certainly in the States and people were watching all around the world. And throughout the evening we had th- 3,000 people came and watched online. And it really is, um, damn, if only we could use this technology for good instead of for evil. Or like if we could, if, if we could use it for evil so that we were the, we were in control of everything. But it was not, but it was nice to see um, people there. And I didn't enjoy the evening because I don't, I don't throw, uh, Dom and Rashid, I will come to you in a minute, I promise. 0844 499 1000. I don't throw parties because I get too stressed. Is everyone having a good time? What if they're, but they're not talking to them? What? Oh, God, it's a nightmare. And I felt that for most of the evening. So we had these brilliant people. We had a guy called Mark on. Then we had um, uh, Richard and Mickey were singing. Then we had a short film that I'd made, which will be a lot shorter, actually. I need to take about six minutes out. And it wasn't until the last 20 minutes when a guy called Nathan Persad, I think that's how you pronounce his name, I don't know because he rocked up late, came on stage with his 12-string Vox. He was wonderful. So a really unusual-looking guitar. 
being played by a really unusual looking man. He was brilliant. He was absolutely hilarious. I mean, he was doing some deep monkeys gags, but he also he was just, he was charming and enthusiastic. He was playing some really odd songs, and he, but he got everyone singing. He was singing dancing. Along. Yeah, wasn't he? He was dancing. We got told to turn the music down because we were a neighbour. So complained. we sang an extra one. Yeah, exactly. They said to me, right, mate, that is last one. And so I said, you got one more. Oh, sorry, I thought you said one more. Sorry. <laughs> um, and it was... He he was brilliant. I I think I'm going to invite him to come and play at the Christmas um, performance ring on December 11th. Sold out, guys. Sorry. I think I'm going to invite him to to play. And also, I found him fascinating. And I'm going to send him an email tomorrow because I wouldn't mind following him around for for a day and filming him making a little film about him does get- he do other things and play the guitar he does gigs yeah he no, does but does he do other things has he got another job or is i don't know i don't know anything about him he got in touch because i put out a plea and i think someone put him in i think he listens to the show if you listen tonight nathan give us a call if you're listening nathan i thought you were amazing i thought you're brilliant. you made me smile from ear to ear and you made me laugh i've not really spoken to him properly we've, we've exchanged a couple of emails i forgot to pay him as well which is, is, is terribly unprofesh but it was his performance was joyful yeah yeah wasn't it good and musically, it was a little bit rough around the edges because it was enthusiastic. Didn't matter. No, it didn't. Didn't. It was wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Um, so, yeah, I think we're going to... Um, we'll ask him... It, 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 I think he's a listener to the show, an occasional listener. I think he greeted me with a hip, 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 which is always a good sign. Um, but I think we, we'll ask him to perform at the uh, the show on December the 11th. The October the 30th show, I think, is all set. And I'll send an email out next week to the acts just to make sure they're all ready. The the, the one in Christmas is starting to take shape as well, you know. Um, here's my thinking and what we're going to do on the performance ring. This is my thinking. and This is our thing, Catherine. We've uh-huh. not talked about this. This is where my head is at. Uh, so we do October. Then I've got a couple of live shows in November. Then we do December. Take January off. Because January is always a crappy time to put events on because no one's got any money. Mm-hmm. Come back in February. Maybe do February, March and April there. And then maybe April or May or June, we take a punt and we hire like a 500-seater venue. And we do it as a celebration of the best acts that we've seen over the last six months. Best acts, the loosest sense of the word best. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, I, I don't want these to be... Well, I, if they're polished, again, that's great as well, you know. But I, I, a lot of these are just people that... Like, we've got a guy this time who wants to have a go at doing magic. Brilliant. Brilliant. If it doesn't work, doesn't matter. You know, the, we'll, and we'll, we'll say all that. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the best, I guess, I just... When we say the best, we don't mean, you know, like Michael McIntyre best. Mm-hmm. Just the most... The ones that bring the most joy to people. And I just think if we if we take a punt, April, May, June, we do like a spring, summer, best of, 500-seater, we might take a hit, we might lose a few quid, uh-huh. or we might have something special on our hands. I don't know. What do you think? Does that sound? I like the idea. Sound like a plan? I really like it. And I was talking to Penny and I was talking to John about this on uh, last night, wasn't it? Listeners to the show, guys. Who I was sitting with. Um, And we were talking about the sense of community that this show engenders and it's quite special. Um, Well, we do it for the fans. We're serving the fans. <laughs> yeah, but the fans serve us as well. I mean, I, they, I've never laughed so much as last night. Um, and it was really nice to meet, you know, people who were starting to become familiar voices on the show. And there's just this real feeling of, I think it's quite nice to hang out now and again. 
Um, and if they're going to do something entertaining, so much the better. Yeah, exactly. And um, uh, there, there is a sense of community, and, and, and that's kind of what we're trying to create. Yeah. Now, whether that will last, I, whether we'll make it work, I don't quite know. Matthew's asking about the Halloween show from the Haunted Pub. Yes. It's going on, yeah. Yes. It's happening, guys. We are perhaps against... Dom and Rashi, I'm really sorry. They've been waiting for ages. I promise I'll come to you. We'll, we'll take a break and then I'll come to you. Um, we will be doing a show. Where is this Haunted Pub again? Macclesfield. Where's that? Up north. Oh, you're... Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are it's near you? Buxton. Where's that? The water? Derbyshire. Is that the water? Yes, yeah, the Victor- water place. So Adam and Victoria... <laughs> No, it's, uh, yeah, it's Peak District. Peak Practice? Yes. Okay. We watch some of that Cold Feet tonight. I love Cold Feet. No. Yeah. Hey, this is what, I was gonna, this is what Friday's show was going to be. I watched Gogglebox for the first time on yeah, Friday. No. Again, something I really like. I didn't get it. No. So then I streamed us, and I called it Gogglebox, Gogglebox. So it was us watching other people watching television. So there were people watching us watching other people watching, watching television what and some people liked it some people did yeah we about we we get we have more viewers for that than we get for this show <laughs> i don't get and i'm trying not to be negative it's a celebratory thing and we, right the thing is if you watch it every week you start to get to know the families and there's they're they're characters but it just felt like um harry hills tv burp but without the jokes it was just like a review program. They're just reviewing. Yeah, it is, and sometimes you know cause big ca- programs because a catch up. Sometimes I watch things on there and I think, oh, I'll have a go at that. I didn't know that was on. I don't get the TV Times anymore. <laughs> don't know gets the TV. We only used to get the Radio <gasps> Times because my dad got it for free because yeah, he worked they at the BBC, that. didn't they? Mm-hmm. Clamped down on that. Mm-hmm. They clamped down on that. Yet they're still sack John Hungs because he's not a black lesbian. Outrageous. That's not what he said, though. Yes, it is. He told me it's because he's not a black lesbian in a wheelchair. And they sacked him for that. I said, John, we can sort out a couple of those things. Don't, because there'll be someone taking this down for the Daily Mail tomorrow Good. morning, and that's not what Good. we said. Of course he didn't say that, but we all read between the lines. They sat- John Holmes was sacked from the BBC for not being a gay black lesbian in a wheelchair. 0844-499-1000. You're listening to Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. We've kept them waiting for ages, so let's let's steam in. Dom, good evening, Dom. Good evening, sir. How are we? Oh, yeah, good, thank you, Dom. Really good, actually. It's been a um, busy old weekend, a very emotional uh, weekend. I had a chat with the Rosers, won't go into that. But um, okay. can I? I'm going to say something, right? That shows that we are all just a mass of electricity and flesh, right? Go for it. I, and this is really base, right? And I apologise. I find women police officers very sexy. I'm better than that statement. I am better than that statement. But I do. But then again, it's all right for you girls to go, oh, hunky firemen. Do you remember that policeman came to take my statement that time? No. Oh, yeah. I wasn't there, was I? I don't think I was there. Was he a beefcake? It was lovely. But was it the police uniform? No, he was very handsome as well. And then he stood up and he was about half my height. Oh. The Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. I've put... 
And I don't have a thing for, for things, right? But I never forget, right? Listen to this, Dom. The worst yeah. mistake of my life. Used to work at um, another radio station, LBC, and it was when it was, um, it was on like this sort of council estate mm-hmm. um, in West London somewhere. And I used to finish at one o'clock on a Sunday. And for some reason, I was getting a cab home. They got me a cab home. They stopped that pretty sharpish, but I was getting a cab. So I stood outside about quarter past one on a Sunday morning. Sunday morning, Monday morning, I don't know. And these two police women in a police car pulled up. They said, you're all right, sir. I went, yeah, yeah, I'm just waiting for a cab. They went, oh, it's you. I went, yeah. And they started giggling and looking at each other. And then they said, do you want us to give you a lift home? Oh, that's a bit naughty. Isn't it? And I went, no, thanks, I'm all right. And then they Is drove off. What? This is pre-Fandango. This is pre-Fandango. So they drove off, and then they drove back the other way, and they waved at me, and they turned on the blue lights. Wow. <laughs> and I, as they drove off, I thought... I'll report them for professional behaviour. I thought... That's presenting, that is. I... <laughs> I think... I think I've just turned down the best night of my life. I think... Isn't that terrible? Isn't that terrible? But I hope they did a... Like, you know, I think, you know, even policewomen can... Almost as good as men, so... What? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. But I'm aware that I'm better than that. I'm aware that I'm better than that. But it just... You, I, honestly, I have a thing for women police officers. I just think there's something about the outfit. The thing. I do like it's a uniform. It's a power thing. Yeah, well, it, well, yeah. well... it's a dress-up thing as well, isn't it? Come on. We all like a uniform. Oh, yeah. I mean, even, you know... Oh, I don't... Uh, traffic warden. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you ever see that? There was a, I don't know if it's still going, there was a website called uniformdating.com. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I wondered I whether that. traffic wardens could apply because, you know, surely. Is that uniformdating.com? Is that still going? Let's see. I bet it's still going because people pay top dollar for. I mean, you might, you can get some quite good but ones on no... eBay now. You don't really need to go out and get a real uh, policeman. Meet your hero in three easy steps. Oh, yeah, the thing is, I there's no other uniform that does it for me. Not the nurses thing, not um, uh, fire women, firefighters, not the air hostesses. Um, it's just, it's just the police, the female police officers. Is it because you've been a naughty, naughty boy? <laughs> She's going to have to take down your particulars. Yeah. Anything you say will be taken down in evidence. Trousers. <laughs> Pants. Don't, don't do that because you will end up in the Pants. Uh, Dom, what have you got for us? Oh, you're talking about technology before. I am loaded with technology. You're not loaded with a good phone, though, are you? We can hardly hear you. What's going on? Hang on. Hang on. Are you on speaker? No, I'm, come on, I'm not an amateur. Are you on hand? Well, then I'm, what's going on then, mate? It's the same mobile as always. I've just turned it up a bit on the volume on the phone. Just stop phone it. No, no, the volume. I don't care about the volume your end. I've, yeah, you can on the side. So the phone turn up. I can't down. understand oh, what he's you. saying. Can you understand him clearly? Yeah, but I'm northern. Okay. Is it a north-south thing? Is that what you're saying? Do we need to slow down? Yeah. Get to the meat and two veg, Dominic. <laughs> right, Ian. Yes. I'm livid with technology. Go on, why? What's going on? Why? I have a brilliant, unique idea about doing Ian Lee quotes, and it turns out that some guy called Noi2222 has taken my idea, 
used time machine, gone back nine years or seven years, mm. and created a Twitter account for it. <laughs> well, but hang on, you've wrestled control of the Twitter account, haven't you? No, it's dead, oh, no, it's dead sweet. It's, it's dead nice. He, uh, Barrett's messaged me on uh, Dom Risk and just says... I don't do it that much. Do you want to take it over? He's good, noise. Noise, noise. Indulge me for a second, dear listener. Noy used to come to um, evenings that I put on, and we could never work out where he was from, and then we did. Um, is he still around, Noy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Noy T. Human, I think he is. Okay. Well, well, you and you oh. are you are so Dom is now tweeting quotes from me from old shows. I have, he could literally be tweeting anything. I have not got a clue what he's going on about. I do not remember any of it. Imagine constantly, it. imagine constantly, every day, being reminded of what a twit you are. You don't know my <laughs> mum, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I never do anything malicious. Always no, I know, but every day... I, 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 listen, I, I enjoy reading them, but I, most of them I don't get it. But every day it's gone, did I say that? What an absolute plonker. What a bell! Well, I'll tell you what. I'm doing. I'm doing absolute up until the end. Yeah. And then I'm going to go back to Virgin because that's where I started listening. And then probably LBC. I don't want to do current. No, don't. No, don't do current. Don't do current. Yeah, that's not right. No, you can. What's that? What's the? If people want to, for some reason, want to uh, know what I said seven years ago, what is the Twitter handle? It is at Ian Lee quotes. There, well, we well, there we go, you see, Dom, and, and um, some people may suggest you should get a life. Uh, I could not be so cruel as to make that suggestion. I have had terrible stomachache mm-hmm. pretty much all day. I think I had too much coffee, but I'm very bloated. I really do, and I, I apologise for my language. I really do need to let one rip. Um, Shall I go and make a cup of tea? <laughs> And when I come back, no, the we'll not speak of it again. The perisco- I'll have to play some music loudly. The <laughs> periscopers don't. Um... It's, listen, we're, we're, we are stardust. Hey, how's Joni Mitchell these days? Have you spoken to her? <laughs> have you? Well, she wasn't very well, was she? That, but that was like, um, when, when, that was a year ago. Mm. She was like dying No, a but year she wasn't ago. though. People started arguing, didn't they? Say? No, She's but not she, as Ill as they say. But she got, she did get very, very ill. Mm. Um, and there hasn't been a statement since last year, as far as I'm aware. There's been no statement of Joni Mitchell. I wonder if anyone, if anyone, um, if you live next door to Joni Mitchell, could just you just give her a knock. Go and knock on the door and see if she's okay. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. We call you back, Rashid, then Jonathan, then it could be you, dear listener. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night, Ian Lee. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Rashid! Wagwan. Wagwan, Rashid. Do you know what do you know what the reply is to Wagwan? Um Wapen? You say no, you say if nothing's happening, you say nothing Nagwan. Nothing Wagwan. Nothing Nagwan. Nothing Nagwan. Yeah man. Beautiful. Nothing Nagwan. Wagwan. Nothing. But what if? What? Well, hang on a minute. That's a word that's never used as well anymore. What if something is going on? You say, well, plenty things are gone. Plenty things are okay. Well, that's. I'm glad we. Anyway, that. well, Ian. Yes. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the woman as well. The woman. <laughs> there's a. There's a, for those who don't know. There's a. Most of you won't. There's a a a, a, a forum. 
you know, one of the things about doing this job is you are um, open to praise. You are also open to attack from all corners, from other professionals who, you know, whose grip on reality is perhaps a little bit shaky to, 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 to listeners. And of course, that's, you know, that's kind of great to a certain extent. But there's a, there's a forum called Digital Spy, which is, is, a, is a very niche forum. And they talk about Big Brother and Doctor Who and radio and television and politics yeah. and all kinds of things. And they talk about this show, which is great that people are talking about it. But for some reason over the weekend, and I know who I know who the person is, <laughs> dear listener, of course. Um, uh, but for some reason over the weekend, the, the the thread got particularly poisonous and and unpleasant. Quite a lot of it was about Catherine, but we know who it was. I'm not that bothered. But also just about the show, and it 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 just got me. Um, I mean, what some someone posted a comment saying, "I'm really pleased to see so many negative." comments and i just thought why would you go ed there's a phone call i just thought why would you um why would that bring pleasure to you why would that be, bring that so many people slagging off a radio show and a woman what work on that show why would that bring pleasure to you now we know why because the person who posted it is um is uh, a little bit bitter but it it's really it's just an odd phenomenon if you go and have a look guys if you go to digital spy and and, and look at the the inly forum it's it just look at it and just and a lot of people there are really, really nice. And, um, you know, and I, I, honestly, I know, you know, I get upset by Twitter quite often. I'm, I'm, I'm all right with Twitter at the moment. I'm on top of Twitter and Facebook I'm on top of. And Digital Spy has not touched me for years and years and years. Doesn't, I, I, generally I just laugh at it because it's so, you know, people on forums think they're so important. Um, and lots of people say nice things as well. I don't, I don't want to, I get accused of ignoring them and I'm not at all. But I just wonder why would you go online and go, oh, brilliant. Lots of negative comments. What a nice thing to read. Here's another thing. Don't tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've had people contact me on Twitter to tell me, I mean, the, <laughs> the glee is almost palpable to tell me that people are slagging me off somewhere I don't look on purpose because I don't want to get involved in it. People can do what they want. They don't know me. It makes no difference to me. And I suspect, as we said, I we, know, we know who's behind it might, and, and they're um, after a rise and they ain't going to get it. We might. I might. I, I, wonder if, I want to talk to some people about... Um, the mentality. I wonder if we could get on to talk about the mentality. Well, it's John Ronson, of, isn't it? Um, well, but of going on, on forums in particular. Because, you know, I had terrible trouble on the Beach Boys forum. Jonathan might help you out on that. Um, hang on a minute. Which John? Uh, Jonathan? Pepe! What? Hey, listen, Jonathan, by the way, um, uh, Jonathan has been doing more advertising for this show than Talk Radio has done... <laughs> You know, do you hear what happened the other night? No, go on. Oh, yes, I did hear Jonathan? about it. Jonathan? Yes? What happened the other night? It woke me up. What woke you up? You saying my name on another radio station. It's like making love to a woman and, and, and saying a bloke's name. You flatter yourself. You were on another show on another radio station, and instead of saying... Hello, Nick. You said, hello, Ian. So? Freudian slip? Freudian slit. Slip. slip. Um, no. You love, you love Ian Lee. No, I just want to say, I want to say thank you, Jonathan, for doing that. It means a lot to me to know that you were thinking of me when you were with someone else. 
As does your paycheck. Sorry? As does your paycheck. My paycheck thinks of me when it's with someone else? No, my pay... What? No, I, I, I'm Hang happy on. when I get your paycheck. You're happy when you get my paycheck? Yes. I mean, if you're advertising yep. off, uh, off oh. the back of my labour. Oh, hang on. Could, uh... hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Jonathan's doing a joke, guys. Jonathan's... It's not a joke. Jonathan... Oh. It's, it's genuine, is it? Yes. Oh. Yes, I, so... I'm not going to give you my paycheck. I don't get... Who gets paid by cheque these days? It's a figure of speech. Okay. Um, well, I'm not going to send you any money, but I appreciate you doing it. I'm glad to know that you um, you think of me. Reflex. Yeah, of course it is. Reflex of the snake. Reflex of your snake. What's that supposed to mean? It's a Duran Duran song, isn't it? Re- re- reflex of your snake. I, I don't listen to 80s rubbish. Okay. Is 70s rubbish? No. 60s rubbish? No. 90s rubbish? No. 21st century rubbish? No. What do you listen to? You. Oh, 21st century rubbish. So I, I was right. Um, Rashi, what you got for us? Ian, well, the words that are not used. Yes. Two nuts. What? Two nuts. Two nuts? No, poo nuts. What's he saying? Two nuts. Poo nuts? Yes. Oh, for goodness sakes. Well, that gets you cut off straight away. I mean, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't even know what they are. Tag, tag nuts. Oh, right. Win it. say that then. Jonathan! Pepe! Um, I've got no idea... <laughs> what are you saying? Why are you saying Pepe? I'm just greeting my uh, 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 fellow travellers from 4chan. Oh, OK. Oh, right. All He's right. doing a thing. Okay. Oh, so you hang out with those guys? Yeah, I do. Uh, I don't go on 4chan, but I do know a lot of guys who, okay. who do. Well, can we just say that this show is 4chan friendly and we welcome calls from all of those guys on uh, uh, on 4chan you're all welcome uh to join us i hope that hasn't sucked the fun out of you calling in but and it was fun you're, you're all welcome to call in guys so so thank you for that um what's the pleasure of um uh, 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 of hanging out with those guys that's a genuine question that's not a loaded question i genuinely genuinely would like to know what 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 fun you get we, we uh, unrestricted freedom of speech Right, okay. And also triggering Hillary Clinton. Okay, Cause, so cause some of the um, some of the freedom of speech on. I mean, some of the stuff they say is just quite unpleasant, isn't it? Well, that's free speech, and that's life. Yeah, it is. But if you've got free speech, why would you exercise it? Just saying unpleasant stuff. Why not? Why not exercise it with um, saying good stuff? Because what you think of good stuff is what we actually think of as uh, uh, bland and conformist and uh, government-approved. Um, okay. Um, so I'm just looking... We're, we're, 4chan, we're like the ECW of the internet. I don't we know like what ECW to is. things to the extreme. Okay. So let's read, okay, let's read, let's read some of the 4chan extremities. Should have known a place full of people with mental issues and insomnia would have Ian Lee listeners. Uh, 
Oh, the ultimate one, yeah. punishment, Ian puts you in a conference call with Caddick. That's quite a good one. Um, <laughs> He'd sleep for most of it. He probably would. Um, just to clarify on this comment, when I called Ian a faggot, I didn't mean it in the anti-gay slur sense, rather the failing loser at life pathetic moronic specimen meaning of the word. Are you sure that came from 4chan? That sounds rather tame. Yeah, it's posted by Anonymous, as they all are. Um, well, we are legion. OK, well, but none of you are brave enough to use your own names. Ian Lee is a vibrating anus, that's a fact. Um, now read, I like big um, um, penises, faggot. But I'm not upset, but the thing is, I'm not upset by that. I just wonder, if you've got freedom of speech, if the best you can come up with is faggot, I mean, Jesus Christ, what a waste of freedom of speech. You don't deserve freedom of speech if all you can come up with is faggot. I wouldn't expect a normie like you to understand. A normie. A normie. Um, uh, uh, I'm trying to find some more. These are sex people? Go on poll. No, I'm not going to. I'm on this this way. Why? Uh, if Why this guy, you go on poll? Um, are you afraid of what's on poll? Are you afraid of Pepe? No, we're talking about 4chan. Uh, yeah, that is. Was this the presenter uh, of the 11 o'clock show on Channel 4? He was a massive annoying faggot. Not, surprising, <laughs> not surprising he's on some shitty radio station at 1am now while his co-star and actual funny guy Sasha Baron Cohen is a millionaire. Um, I watched The Dictator again the other night. It was even funnier the second time round. But look, dumbass, people can be discussed. I, I just don't... I don't get it. Try and explain it to me why that is, why that is fun and... Um, if you've got if you've got freedom of speech, why just using the word faggot? And they use retard a lot. Faggot and retard. Why? Why is because that so much fun? It, because we know it triggers brainwashed normies like you. I don't know what you mean. Triggers me to do what? Go mental. I don't think yeah, you noticed, I mean, Jonathan. You're, like, on, you're, you're, you're spending a radio show. Complaining about people expressing freedom of speech. No, you've just called in, to, Jonathan. You've just called in and brought it up. I'm, I'm, in, I'm following your conversation. You've called in to talk about 4chan. Yeah, and so, I, so you I'm were, talking you've been about 4chan it. 4chan all evening. Well, not all evening. I mentioned it about three times because they were. I was just saying that they're they're all welcome to call the show because they were going to raid the show, and I thought I'd save them the bother. So just explain to me. And the reason we're talking about it now is because you called in to talk about it. Explain to me, um, why with this freedom of speech, why everyone is afraid that they're it's all posted anonymous? Is that a thing? Is that the thing? Well, if you've got uh, police officers hunting you down and arresting you for harmless things you say, right. you'd want to keep identity what, what, secret as well. What are they it's, arresting? What do they want to arrest them for? Using the word faggot and retard? I don't think yeah, that that's yeah. Especially Especially in the UK, where we have the you can say you can call you can call you can call no legislation. no no you can call someone a faggot. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. yeah. You can. You won't trust me if you're hiding from the police because you've been using that word. You can come out of hiding because you won't you won't get arrested I'm for that. I'm not hiding. No, I know you're not. You're you're, you're in conversations if with the police. If I did hide, it would be in plain sight. Okay, Jonathan. Thanks for calling. Pepe! Okay. 
So free speech. Yeah. Is this the joke? So free speech is, is shouting Pepe. And, um... It turns out that the kids on the back row of my uh, class at school, I'm talking like, what, year 12? or No, no, we under that. They were all expressing freedom of speech then. Clever. Clever. Mm. Is this me being triggered, feeling unimpressed? Or? I don't... I don't get it. I, I would have thought if you... If you're craving... If you're... Cra- 4chan do, do... Actually do... And I can't think of any specific examples, but I know that they have in the past actually done a worthwhile raid on something that was slightly corrupt on that. I can't think of a specific. Okay. Maybe someone will remind me. But if you've got free, genuinely hiding because you're using the word fact, it's not a nice word. And if anybody's been offended by we said it quite a lot then, I'll, I'll, I'll put a cap on that for a minute. Um, it's an unpleasant word, but you, you can't get arrested for that, I don't think. Um, retard. I mean, it's an unpleasant word, and it's it's got. It makes you sound like a twelve-year-old. Yeah, it, it, it's got really nasty bullying. I mean, that that that's a bullying word, I think, because that's that's just a really mean, uh, uh, unpleasant word. If you take it in in the literal sense of the word, and then all the connotations that come with it. Um, if you if if it's freedom of speech you're craving, honestly, this whole thread and there's what. Um, Oh, I don't know. 50 posts on there, 100 posts. I can't... There's loads. You're using your freedom of speech to do that? Guys, that... You've wasted your opportunity then. You've you've, you've ruined... You've ruined your chance. It's... What I'd love to get... And and four channels, you're totally welcome to call in. It'd be really cool to talk to you. If you want to phone up and, and say Pepe down the phone. Pepe, brilliant. But... Can you explain better than Jonathan? It was even more muddled than usual this evening. He phoned up Nick Abbott and said my name. I know. Nick destroyed him. <laughs> um, but it, can you phone in and tell me why? Why? And I'm not... It's not a criticism. It's not... I, it, I genuinely want to understand why... Why that's fun. And I'm reading it, uh, and I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. Maybe I'm not meant to get it. Um, <laughs> well, this guy just mentioned Pepe when he came on. What a fag. Oh, dear. <laughs> so they're all... They're turning oh, on him. Man alive. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's, it, I, I don't know. It's, um, it's just strange. If it's, if it's freedom of speech you're craving... I can, if, if, if you were being genuinely subversive... Uh, against the system and plotting some kind of overthrow, then I can understand why you would be anonymous. Yeah, of course I can. It, but it sounds like a load of 11-year-olds in a room saying bum because their mum well, can't may, hear them. But, but, but maybe there is some... Maybe we are missing something sophisticated. Yeah. So, guys, if you could... Uh, anonymous or... Let me just have a look. Um, anonymous or even anonymous. If you want to give us a call, you're all welcome for channels. It'd be great to have you on board. 0844-499-1000 is the uh, telephone number. Um, oh, by the way, if you're watching on Periscope, could you do me a favour just to bump my numbers? Could you uh, open on another window the uh, talk radio uh, link, please? Talk radio. Are we.co.uk these days? Yeah. Yes, we are. Talkradio.co.uk. And just listen live and turn the volume down. It helps me keep my job, dear listener. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. A new kind of talk radio. We'll get you talking. Talk radio. 
0844 is the telephone number. It's a busy old Monday evening. Normally they're a little bit slower than this, but uh, Ed is working double quick time. Uh, Marcus and Tom will come to you after the news. It's Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I'm all thumbs, no action, attention, deficit, distraction. My brain operates on a fraction. All thumbs, no human interaction. I speak in typos, predictive text it. I spell check it. Four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is Ian Lee. Uh, this is um, Talk Radio. It's been a whoop. it's been a busy old uh, show for a Monday. It's been very busy. Catherine joins me in the studio. Uh, Ed is through there. Good evening, Ed. Evening. <laughs> you didn't see that? He's li- he's dicking around on the wheelie chair, <laughs> and he's <laughs> you totally do that again. Oh, right. Open your open your mic, and then. Do, do that again, please. Evening. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> you prune. Um, 0844-499-1000. What have we talked about? Words that are no longer used. Um, someone mentioned songs with um, pound notes. Someone has just said as well, I, we always have the DAB on, even if we're not listening to it, to keep your radar figures up. 
Oh, if only it worked like that. Well, exactly, and I've had to say, thank you, it is appreciated, but you can save yourself that few pounds of electricity, because it doesn't work like that. Radar is a diary system, so you have to physically log it down. So if you're listening on the radio, uh, it's great you're listening! But it doesn't necessarily impact on our listening figures. Whereas, if you d- are listening via talkradio.co.uk, or I'm assuming by the app as well, that will have an impact on our online figures. Yeah, that'll be traceable. Which we can um, put towards the radio figures. So, thank you, but you've been wasting your time. I used to think that it worked like that in normal radio as well. You were doing When you? I was a kid, if you turned your radio on, you it could think, tell who you were listening to. You would think with DAB that it would be able to, but... Um, it doesn't. Where else have we talked about? We've talked about why some. Ex- Sorry? I can tell you exactly because I keep a note in the course of the programme. Oh, go on then. Earworms, smartphones, living in Back to the Future We've 2. We've not done earworms. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. We did not do earworms. We did. We talked about the Huckleberry thing. Yeah, and it had been in his ear all day. Yeah, we, well, we didn't do a discussion on earworms. No, that's very, that that's very Clive Ball, circa, circa 2004. Listen, it's my shorthand for what we're talking about. Okay. Performance ring, brackets, yep. s- performance rings, because the two. Uniforms, at Ian Lee quotes, forums, and 4chan. Okay. Uh, when you put it like that, it sounds completely soulless. And, and is, is, <laughs> exactly. it's, it's just so don't remind me never to encourage you to read that list out again <laughs> because people are listening and going, well, well. it doesn't matter though, you can ring about what you want. Basically, you can call in about anything <laughs> you want. You, if, you've, if you've just tuned in, um, you can call in about um, whatever. I've not looked at the, the, the papers today, and I'm guessing I probably won't today. Not, not a lot has happened apart from the Kim Kardashian thing, which sounds horrific. And I know she's a joke. And a figure of fun, but instead it's it's an horrific um, to be robbed at gunpoint. But do we really think she had eight million pounds worth of jewellery with her? Did you her? see the size of her ring? Uh, <laughs> well, yes, I have. <laughs> We've seen that video. That's what she's famous for, isn't it? Um, but but I thought that when really rich people went abroad with their millions of pounds worth of jewellery, they they didn't take that jewellery. That was left at home. They took replicas. They took, what do they call it, costume jewellery yeah, that were know. replicas. She, wasn't she there for Paris Fashion Week? She might have been loaned the real stuff. So you're saying it's an inside job? No. Okay. Might be. Might be. It's interesting. I, does anyone, is because Kanye, is it Kanye West that yeah. she's, she's um, courting? Married. Married. He cut short a concert. Yeah. I wonder if anyone has filmed that. Did he go halfway through a song? Yeah, he did. Oh, BS, man, I gotta go. My woman being robbed in Paris. Catch you later. I don't know, did he... Did he Mic drop. Did he, do, did he do that? Apparently he did, yeah. Really? No, not quite like that, but... Well, those, well, those people... the spirit of it. Well, those people were robbed of an evening's entertainment. Some might say they were robbed of an evening's entertainment at the moment they bought a Kanye West ticket. But still, how far into the concert was it? Into it. I mean, was it a song? Was it? Was he Was he just about to f- come out and do, do the encore? Because I would demand, and I would rightfully expect a refund. I would, I would, you know, whatever the tragic situation, and it is horrific, and I'm genuinely not making light of what she went through, because it must have been absolutely bloody horrible, whether you're a millionaire or whether you, you haven't got tuppence, to, to be, you know, people burst into your hotel room or your apartment and, and, and put a gun at your head. Awful. But um, I would genuinely ask for a refund, from the the the, the concert, mm. how would that, that that how would that work? There'd be insurance to wait till there? the insurance comes in, yeah, for the jewels. So it's it's a it's a strange old uh, it's a strange old world. I don't feel safe in Paris. Do you feel safe in Paris? 
You had a man masturbate at you on a on a train. I lived there for six months and I haven't been back since. That tells you how I felt about Paris. But that I was a kid and actually. Oh well, that was all right then if he was masturbating. No, what I'm at saying you. is, if she, they masturbate at kids in Paris on the trains. I was about twenty. I was about twenty, twenty-one. Um, when I lived there and it was a very intense experience not just that particular experience but the whole experience of living in Paris it was not it was quite a hostile city to live in from my point of view it's not a romantic place as it as it's put, <laughs> it was romantic for the guy on the well, train well he was romancing the stone <laughs> it but it's not it, it, I, oh I think it would be different you know I was living there I was skint um you know I was a but wo- I've been there woman young. on my own I've been there young and in love and um oh, I wasn't it's pony mm. it's Pony. I mean, it's, uh, the Eiffel Tower is wonderful. I love it. It's great. Particularly, we, we went up there. Well, the last time we went up there, I, I had to, <laughs> I had to carry a four-year-old up the steps up there, flipping it. I thought I was going to die. Um, but also went up there once with that when we didn't have the kids, and it was really windy. And it was it really it was thrill. You couldn't walk around the corner. The but... Eiffel Tower just reminds me of Blackpool Tower. Yeah, but you know, it is beautiful. And there were some moments where I thought I was lucky to live there. But, you know, I haven't been back. And that was in, what, 1997 I lived there. What's that funny Twitter feed? Is it history and pictures or something? Where Mm -hmm. they they have the picture of the Eiffel Tower half-built. And they would the caption, um, during World War II, the Eiffel Tower was dismantled so that (laughs) it couldn't be a target for the Luftwaffe. (laughs) That's brilliant. I tell you about my mate Andy who used to live... He used to live within sight of the Eiffel Tower, yeah. and we used to go out. Well, actually, we didn't go out and get drunk because it was too expensive. We used to go to each other's houses and drink really cheap French wine. Oh. Um, and on his way back um, to his house one day, uh, they turned the lights off the Eiffel Tower so he couldn't find his way home, so he, he um, settled down to sleep under a bush. Oh, I've done that, yeah. And was awoken by about five gendarmes kicking seven bells out of him. Welcome to Paris. Welcome to Paris. Welcome to Paris, Tom. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. What kind of cake, Tom? Um, chocolate. Yeah, why not? Mm. What you got for us, boss? When in Rome, there's been uh, there's been some crazy people on the show tonight, haven't there? That guy earlier he, from 4chan, he needed to chill out. I've just got to say, this is the final word on 4chan for me. Unless they call in, you're welcome. Um, but someone's posted, the fact they just mentioned 4chan makes this the effing worst 4chan raid ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, listen, you're all... You're all the fact I'm calling you guys as well. You're all welcome to come on and join us. We're, you, you, we'd love to have you on board. We, 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 they could do with a bit of cheering up, really. Well, they, they? they could do, and, and, and um, you, you're all welcome to come on and say Pepe and, and do all... Why, why not? Why not? Let's celebrate it. Tom, what you got for us, boss? What, what's your favourite colour, Ian? Um, I would say cobalt blue. Mm, nice, yeah. That's quite specific. Well, you asked the question. I do, but do, did you want a vague answer? No, 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 no. Okay. The more specific, the better. Whereas I would just tend to say blue. Okay. Well, but I, but that blue isn't my favourite colour. Cobalt. Yeah. Of course. Do you know why cobalt blue is my favourite colour? I don't, but I would like to. Okay. Well, then I will tell you. They found out. They discovered that. Um, there w- was um this was in the 60s i think some people the 1960s yeah some people um some workmen were painting um a building cobalt blue right mm. and they kept fainting while they were this is absolutely true they kept faint they kept collapsing 
while they were painting it. It was only the people that were painting the cobalt blue. Everyone else was doing different colours. They kept, and they wondered if it was the fumes from the paint, but it was the same as as, as all the other paints. Yeah. And it turns out that cobalt blue is, um, and I don't know why, but it can induce a trance. It can. It's used by hypnotists to help people go into a trance. There is something about the frequency of that colour that it will induce it, uh, uh, overwhelming feelings of relaxation. Wow. Yeah, so that's why. Is that why people have a thing for blue eyes? Blue eyes, baby's got <laughs> blue eyes. No. Okay. No. It's not only cobalt blue eyes. Mm. Yeah. Magic eyes. Magic eyes. Mm. Magic eye pictures. Where's oh, this yeah. going, Tom? Because it feels a little bit stilted from my mm. side. Well, I, I just thought I'd give you a call. I only started listening recently. I found you through the podcast, and I thought uh, oh, nice one, it was it? it was it was pretty good stuff. So well, I thought I'd, I'd ring up, give you a hip hip hip. It's and hit find and out miss. what your favourite colour was. What? I'm going to ask him, Catherine. Go I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask him. Do it. What's yeah. your favourite food? <laughs> What's my favourite food? Um, cake. What kind of cake? Uh, probably a, a nice Victoria sponge. Classic. Nice one, Tom. Thank you. The thing about Victoria sponge, it's a poor man's cake, isn't oh, it? Oh, no. Well, it's jam. Yeah. It's just jam. And that's the thing. Oh, but the, the lightness of the sponge is what it's all about. I made oh. a mean Victoria sponge oh, no, no, last no. week. I know. Li- I, listen, I know it's, it's a skill and stuff, but the fact that jam is an integral mm. part of it, it says to me that it's a poor man's cake. That it's kind of because because everyone's got jam. They don't these days. No one has jam. Um, but the fact that because the, the, the other cake, carrot cake, carrots in a cake. What the hell is that all about? Poor man's cake would so, surely be like salt or something. <laughs> no, but but seriously, is it not the fact that it's got jam in? And, and this is a genuine question. Uh-huh. Um, so don't stop ruining the show. Actually, there, Kevin G is right on Digital Spy. Kevin G is always right. Kevin G is a bell. Um, I'm sure. Who, who knows what's going on in that gentleman's life? Um, Not a lot. But um, this, what is the history of the Victoria Sponge? Obviously, quite named after Queen Victoria, I'd imagine. Don't know. Well, they see you don't know, do you? And yet, this is an interesting. Don't Google it. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uh, let's let's try and make let's make up what we think its history is. Probably named after the Victoria Sponge. Was there a period? Well, in Victorian times, people didn't have much money, did they? It's a poor man's cake, isn't it? I've got it right, haven't I? I've worked it out. It is a poor man's cake that was popularised during the times of Queen Victoria. Must be. Is that your cake history? I think so. Ed, there's a phone call. Um, And, yeah, I think I'm right on that. And you're laughing because you know I'm right on that. No, I don't know. I don't know enough. I suspect, I think I remember it not being named after Queen Victoria and being from somewhere called Victoria, but I may be wrong. Oh, okay, yeah, it could be. Well, let's find out. Um, I will not rest until we do. <laughs> I will not sleep until we know <laughs> the true history of the Victoria Sponge. Maybe it's named after a... Uh, no. 0844-499-1000. Marcus and then Tony. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. All right, let's go to Marcus. Evening, Marcus. 
Good evening, matey. Hello, fella. What you got for us, boss? Um, well, I was going to start with something else, but uh, if you want to talk about somebody exposing himself on a bus, I can uh, give you a little bit of that. When did you do that? Hey. What? Dude. Are you saying it Come wasn't on. you? It wasn't you? Uh, I always say it wasn't me, and what? it wasn't me. Okay. Because what? What? Um, what if it, if it would have been mine, it wouldn't have looked... Uh, oh, all right. Let's, let's, we don't, okay, we don't need to get into boasting about the shapes of our penises. Uh, well, right. it wouldn't look that small. Let's put it that way. Okay, all right. but you now have, you have a big seriously, penis. Well in uh, I used to be a raver. I didn't we all? Uh, eh? back in the day. Uh, no, I mean uh, a new school, not a sixties. No, yeah, kind of well, guy. yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, in, in, in fields with um, traffic cones on your head. Yeah, and, L- loving uh, everybody, man. I don't know if you recall a thing called uh, tribal Ecstasy. gathering. Called, called what? Sorry, tribal gathering. I'm aware of tribal gathering. Yes, it's. It, well, yeah. it would never consider going to such an event, but I'm sure it was a lot of fun, and everybody loved each other. And we must keep in touch. And you never spoke to each other again. But anyway, <laughs> that notwithstanding, <laughs> yes. yes. What they did, they they set up this massive thing, and um, in, I think it was in Bath. Yes. To use my fancy uh, voice. Yes. Um, bath. And they used to, yeah, bath. 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 Uh, anyway, <laughs> I got on this uh, this buzz. A buzz? Yeah, a the bu- buzz. A buzz in bath. <laughs> the buzz, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, because they, they, had, they set up these massive uh, car parks, they did it all super slick. Yeah. So you uh, parked up and uh, got on this bus, yeah. and uh, on the I was on the uh, top deck, and I looked over and there was this uh, young girl, and she was sitting next to a geezer, yeah. and he'd got his thing out, oh. giving it a oh, yeah, a was, jangle, making sure it was working. Uh, yeah, was it working? Uh, okay. Did you? It, okay. It, well, it was yeah. average. Okay. Well, shall no, we say you're obsessed with the size of penises? What? What's your issue? It, dude, it was no big deal to me, but this girl doesn't, was. Doesn't sound like it was a big a deal to him either. At the time. Okay, so what happened? So uh, I, I kind of I looked over to this girl yeah. and uh, and I said, "Are you okay with this?" Oh. And she said, no, not really. Good lad. And so I said, look, dude, what are you doing? And he said, what the F has it got to do with you? Uh-oh. And I said, well, okay, that's fine. And so I just, uh, this bus was full, bear in mind. And I just stood up and I said, Everybody, look, there's somebody uh, at the front of the bus here that wants to see you all see how small is is. Yes. He was down the stairs like a, well, a rat up a drain pipe, a rat down a drain pipe. (laughs) That was definitely a rat, but unfortunately for him there was no drain pipe for that rat to uh, make its uh, escape through. Um, well, uh, that's one of my. Uh, that's, that's one of the 
the things that I feel good about in my life. <laughs> for for stepping in and defending um, uh, a young... I mean, anybody would find that upsetting. I'm sure, you know, I would have found that... Um, uh, uh, what's what's an horrific um, thing? And then you all went to the field and took drugs and had a good time. Oh yeah, we well we were all mashed before. And well, so, that, uh, I think maybe the the mashing up. By the way, again, we're not condoning the use of drugs. We're just speaking about the honesty. No, no, and no, the, no, 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 no. But I have to do this, Marcus. Shut up, because otherwise I get told off for condoning drugs. Not condoning drugs. We're just speaking honestly, no, openly about how some people choose to live their lives. Um, they all make their own choices. But I, I suspect the fact that this gentleman may have been mashed up um, may have perhaps lowered his inhibitions in. Um, well, I did, him to get did I do it? Well, no. Would you do it? Um, Even if you were absolutely it depends, caned off your head. It depends how absolutely caned off my head I was. Um, I'm not justifying it, but uh, I would imagine that he was he was, he was was pretty mashed. You'd have to be pretty mashed to do that. Who knows? Who knows? He might just have been a psychopath or a yeah. pervert. Yeah, per- psychopath, pervert, serial, masturbator. Could be any one of those things. Anyway, he did the right thing by Well Stephen. done, Marcus. <laughs> because no one did it for me. Yeah, woo Go you. Go you, Marcus. Thank you very much indeed. Um, Marcus, before you go, why did you tell us that? Oh, he's gone. One of the reasons I like Miranda Sawyer's book, Out of Time, so much, is because she talks openly and honestly about her drug use in a way that... Um, that is really rare to see. It's like when you get MPs talking about... You know, you know the, the Bill Clinton thing. I did not inhale. You yeah. know, um, it's half an admission, isn't it? Well, yeah. Okay, so you had a joint in your mouth, but you didn't breathe in. You didn't have sex with that woman either. Oh, no, you didn't have sexual relations with that woman. Uh. That was a specific thing. But you had a joint in your mouth. You didn't breathe in. What was it doing there? Just resting on your <laughs> lips. You bogarted a joint. Um, and people have taken drugs. I've got drunk. I've taken drugs in the. You know, people have done it. I'm not going to be particularly honest and open about my, you know, my use of whatever because, um, I would rather have that conversation with my children when they are significantly older, and I'd like to be able to sit down with them. You know, when they're discussing what they, you know, what they want to do. I don't want them to find it out from other people. Um, but people aren't honest about the. The fact that I'm being reticent about it, but people aren't honest about the fact that they have taken um, drugs, and you know whether that is having a joint or doing cocaine or taking ecstasy, um, uh, you know, and rave in the whenever that was. It's, and, and Miranda Soy's book—I don't have a point with this. I'm, I'm kind of tying myself in a knot. But Miranda Soy's book is such a good read because um, she talks about how drugs played a, a significant part, played a part in her entertainment in her life. Yeah, but doesn't she also say things like, you know, some some of her friends didn't make it? And... Oh, yeah, some of them, you know, you know, she kind of knocked it on the head, but then she's got friends who are in her 40s and 50s, and they didn't knock it on yeah. the head, and they're a wreck. You know, she makes that, she makes that clear. And she, she's not painting a glamorous picture of drugs, but she's saying... It happened. In the same way that we talk about going out and getting absolutely hammered on beer and tequilas you know and uh, that kind of thing anyway um tony tony hello hello tony you're on the air how how are you 
I've got really bad stomachache again, so I'm, oh. I'm uncomfortable, but I'm all right. How are you? Well, I'm good. Um, I've spoken to you before. I phoned in uh, a few weeks ago to ask you if you did have ADHD. Remember that guy who phoned and asked you if you had it? I don't remember that guy, no. Oh, OK. Don't worry, then. OK. Um, so, the reason I called you, mainly, is because... I wanted to... I work in a care home. Yeah. And when you speak about your mum... Yeah. I, I can relate to it, relate to your concerns. But I also have depression. Have you got your radio on? Oh, oh I've got my telly on in the T- other room. Turn it off, because I can hear a bit of an echo and it's confusing us. Okay. And I'm confusing enough, I can assure exactly. you. Exactly. We're all confused. I tell you what, Tony, you do that. We're going to have a quick break. We'll come back to you after this. Late night, Ian Lee. On air and off the On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Tony! Hello. Tony, Tony, Tony. What you got for us, boss? Well, I wanted to tell you how... I've I've been listening to you for a few months now. Thank you. And, um, well, firstly, some people do listen for, for the whole three hours. Oh yeah, no. I, I, I'm, I'm aware that people dip in and out, which is de- delightful and delicious. I'm aware that, that that this kind of show does attract hardcore listeners that 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 you know feel they want to listen to the whole three hours, which is why we try and make everything different. You know, why we don't repeat bits and pieces if we can possibly avoid it. So I, I'm, 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 yes. So you know why I said that? Um, I've. I listened back to that. Everybody was referring to your interview with Andy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The call we had last week, yeah. Yeah, and there was a bit where, oh, God, oh my, I was, my head was in my hands listening to that. Anyway, um, I've also got ADHD, by the way, so I might flit around a lot. Okay. Which I think I already have. I don't have ADHD, but I might flit around a lot. Who wins? Oh, okay. Who wins? Okay. So I have um, depression as well. Yeah. And I started working at a care home about four months ago. And I know that your mum's in a home, isn't she? Yes, she is, yes. So when you were talking, I think it was a couple of weeks ago now, about the meeting you had, um, that was really upsetting to hear. You may not have heard the latest, but it's all sorted. She's staying there now. I know, I know. It is such a relief. Me and my sister are so relieved. Mum has forgotten that she wasn't you know what was going on um but she, but because we kicked up a stink yeah. i think maybe even partly because of my job i don't know but mum yeah. mum is staying there there's a few little details um, that need to be ironed out but what a relief for all of us well when i listened to that i must admit um again i was i because I'm, I'm i'm somebody who actually cares you, you know, you hear about carers and they don't care, and people. Some people, you get awful depictions of care homes. Some sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. I think. I think. I think they're in the minority, and I think yeah. that the, the ones we hear about are, are, are normally particularly horrible. And it's good that yeah. we hear about them because that means that, that that checks are in place. But I think the majority of care homes are good, and I think the majority of of, of carers that work in those homes are good. You know. And there'll be one or two dodge pots, and it is it is a minority. It's a small minority that are dodge pots, I think. Well, the weird thing is for me, I with the suffering with depression for such a long time. 
Um, I didn't think I'd ever... And having ADHD, I won't even try and explain the complications of having the two. Um, I never thought I'd find a job that would suit me. Mm-hmm. And I started work at a care home four months ago, and I'm the activities coordinator. So I go in and and keep people active or give them things, you know, like puzzles or books. Or, yeah. That's the simple thing. But I'm just being very generic in both terms. And for me, it doesn't matter how depressed I am, and I, I have been, I've laid there thinking of excuses not to go in. I can't stop myself going in. Mm. It, there are, I've never been anywhere in any environment, anywhere, where you can have such moments of joy and wonderfulness. And I don't even know why I found it. I don't know why... Well, no. I don't know what my point is, actually. No, no, no well, this is, uh, Tony, you, you're getting, you're getting it. The, and, and this is a lesson for all other callers. There doesn't need to be a point. And I, I find myself saying something and going, well, there's no point to this, but that's, that's good. Uh, uh, there doesn't need to be a point. You, you've, um, you've said something really important, really. A, that most people that work in most care homes are decent, which is true. And, well, they are. and B, one of the, the, the tools that is helpful for a lot of people that have depression is um, doing something for somebody else. It kind of it can help. It doesn't always help. doesn't that work for everyone. But it can help take you out of yourself for a little bit and focus on someone else. It can be a very healthy thing. But it, it, it took me a long time to, to work that out because I had a son. And then he's he's gone to university, and then I suppose it's empty, empty nest syndrome. How but, did it uh, feel? When did your um, when did your son go to university? Um, well, in actual fact, because I live in Cornwall, he went to um, his college was in Truro. Oh, yeah. So quite unusually, he had to travel. Well, he didn't travel. Sorry, he didn't travel. Most kids have their college in their town. So at yeah. sixteen, he was staying away from home during the week. And then coming home at the weekend. God, what was that like? Horrible, absolutely horrible. Uh, he's, a, he's a dichotomy. He's a he's a strange one. And now he's he's now at um, King's College doing physics. And it's that weird thing because we want our kids to do well and we want our kids to have successful and fulfilling lives, but um, we want them to be our kids forever, don't we? Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's our kids. I mean our babies. Well, I only had the one because I had postnatal depression after I had him, so I stopped. Yeah. Um, and he was a joy, so I thought, I'll stop while I'm ahead. And um, and I'll be honest with you, it seems like, seems like about seven years from beginning to end. Like yeah. from he's, now, he's 19, and it seems like about seven years. And even now, I'm pre- he's in London, I'm in Cornwall, and I was like, please just say where you're going. I, um, let me know. I, my boys are six and four, so they're still little babies. But um, when we were watching a little bit of Cold Feet, and I don't, I don't really like Cold Feet, but I watched a little bit of it today for the first time. And that bit when um, he's trying to befriend, James Nesbitt is trying to befriend his 15-year-old son. Now, I think that, with, apart from a few exceptions... Whatever relationship you have with your sons, and they're talking dads and sons, right, mm. specifically, because I was a son to a dad, obviously, and I'm a dad to two sons. I think that there is there is inevitably a period that could be as short as three, four, five years. It could be as long as ten years 
where it's an awkward relationship because that the boys are growing into men and are the dad is a man and has his set view on things and of course the boys you know want to go off on their own thing and i'm dreading having that moment when no. me and because now the kids are the kids and they love me and if they, you know if we annoy each other we have a, we'll have a tickle attack yeah we'll have a tickle attack and they'll jump on me and you know but there will come a period when they they'll resent me hate me oh. maybe you know you get teenagers always say i hate you i wish you were dead i hate you that you will know, probably I, I happen know, i know the first time my son said that to me yeah it was five years ago. I was sent to Africa for three months for oh. my 40th birthday, Blimey. volunteering um, various projects. Yeah. I left my son behind with his dad. We're still together. And he had a girlfriend when I left. I came back. And, he, <laughs> and his dad said, oh, he's asking if he, he can stay at his girlfriend tonight. And I was like, no. Oh, yeah. Of course he can't. Yeah. About five years ago, he uh, he was um, 14. Oh, no, no. Exactly. I no. said, of course he can't. So he came on the phone and he said, Mum, please let me stay. Please let me stay. I said, no, you can't. He said, do you know what, Mum? I actually hate you right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. It was the first time. How did that feel? Absolutely awful. And yeah. I can remember it now. But I must just say, Ian, the funny thing is, and... I, 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 you spoke the other day about having depression and children and the effect and you worry and, and this is the turnaround that's happened for me is me and my son, or my son and I, sorry, we're best friends. We're still very, very close and we talk a lot. Um, up until about four years ago, I was the be all and end all. Mm. And then I think because when, he became he came into a bigger consciousness and was more aware. His his dad sort of took over a bit. Yeah. Um, because I was the more because because suddenly he was he was chatting back in a way that was more like an adult, and because of my persona, you clashed I, a bit. Yes, yeah. exactly. And we talk, and it's really good because we can talk about it now. Like we both know, we can't get in a car together. So when he was going to university, when he was going for the drive from home to university, which wasn't as stressful as it could have been because he's been away previously, we both said, "Okay, we can't do this. We'll say goodbye here because." <laughs> we're all Brilliant. Isn't that awful? Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, but, Tony, listen, I'm really glad you called. I've got to go because I'm late yeah. for a break, but I'm really glad you called. No, that's all right. Thank that's you, cool. mate. I've got more to tell you, though. Oh. At another time. Then, call, then, then listen, we've um, we got, we got plenty of time, Tony. You've got plenty of time to, to uh, tell me all of it. Thank you. Um, I know in the long run it'll be all right with me and my boys. And it, it, it's going to be all right for a good few years, yeah. But I know there's going to be a period where it's not going to be all right, and we're going to we're going to annoy each other, and they're going to hate me. But you have to have that. Oh, otherwise, yeah, of course. Otherwise, it's kids natural... would live with their parents forever. It's the natural cycle, you know. And I'm going to make damn sure I didn't speak to my dad for years. I'm going to make sh- damn sure I, do, I, I don't make all of the mistakes that he made. If but, it's uh, any consolation, it's just as difficult between mothers and daughters. Oh, exactly. I know, and I, I, you know, I'm saying sons and dads because I, I, well, I've, I've been in both ends of it. I, you know, so I have no idea what it's like for mums and and sons. I've, um, 
uh, and for mums and daughters. So, you know, that's why I'm being that, that specific. Uh, 0844 This is Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes, Dennis! Good morning. Good morning. What? You don't even know what time of year it is. No, listen, I'm walking around with a half-empty arm. Why, what's happened? Well, the quack sent a nurse around to take four lots of blood out of my arm, and I'm, I've got, it's only half full now. A pint? A but... pint? That's a whole armful! I know. <laughs> it's good, that's, it's good that episode of Hancock, isn't it? It is, it is brilliant. Yeah, but no, I was just listening to you about the children. Yes. I'll tell you what, matey, I've had three magnificent sons. And the best part of it was, I didn't have a father to, to, to start me off. Oh. My father pushed off when I was a baby, but my mother took me to her family. I had four uncles there who taught me how to drink whiskey and how not to smoke. No. Oh. Uh, by the time I was five years old. What? It was great. I'd had five, four or five fathers, but not my own. And so I haven't got that pleasure to start with, but I made sure that when my boys came along, I looked after them, and my missus is the same. Well, and from, what, I, from what I've heard, Dennis, you've done a cracking job. There are three lovely, three lovely lads that are really looking after Was us. there not a period, though, when they hated you? I hope not. But when they were, t- when they're like 14, 15, 16, and, and it's not their fault. It's, so, you know, suddenly they're getting freedoms and that, yet, that, you know, they, they, they've got the bodies of, of adults, but they're still living as kids. There are hormones rushing through them. It's kind of, it's, you know, it's, it's a natural thing to. Well, I never chased them at school to start with. I said to them, look, providing I know you're doing the very best you can. Yeah. No, I don't, don't want you to be a, a, a genius. Just do the best you can. And I'll be happy. And so I never chased them for exams and things like that. But then I was at work most of the time. I would, well, I've had to look after the kids more than it's now. Yeah. I wasn't getting back in till seven o'clock at night. I was leaving early in the morning. So, yeah. I hadn't got a lot of input, but I honestly, I love those. That's why, that's why they're so good, Dennis. You had nothing to do with them. That's right. But I <laughs> love those boys. But we were, I'll tell you what, we were on a cruise, my wife and I, and there was a fellow there. And he had a little lad, and he chucked him in the six foot end, and the poor little sod couldn't swim. And he oh. came up gasping. And his father laughed. He thought it was great. I said, listen, brother, that lad, just remember, that boy is getting bigger, and you're getting older, and there'll be a turnover point when he'll be throwing you into the water and making sure you don't get out. So I said, just look after the boy. Don't do that sort of thing. That used, that to, be a way, remember that that used to be a way to teach kids to swim, to, ch- to chuck them in. Yeah, no, not in the six-foot end, no. No, that, but that's how people used to do it. They chuck the kids in. It's crazy, isn't it? Well, well that's right. Well, well, my youngest son couldn't swim. We were on holiday, so I bought him a pair of goggles so he could look into the water. Yeah. And he, walked, he was walking around till he was chest deep and looking in the water, and suddenly I said to my wife, look, his feet are off the bottom. He's swimming. He doesn't realise he's floating. Don't tell him he's swimming, otherwise he'll sink. <laughs> anyway... It's lovely to hear from you again. Good to hear from you, Dennis. You're right. Well, I'm hoping she's going to come to my, the nurses come tomorrow morning and tell me why I had to take all that blood. Well, uh, listen, um, you you make sure you follow their instructions. All right, brother. Listen, 
as far as drugs are concerned, the only drug I've ever had is an aspirin. Hey, listen, do yourself a favour. Probably if you've lost all that blood today, don't watch Fifty Shades of Grey tonight. You might pass out. Uh, actually, no, I've changed that to Fifty Shades of Brown now because... I what... don't want to know how that ends. <laughs> I don't want to know how that ends. Just when that phone call was getting emotional and touching. I thought, this is nice. Uh, yeah. This is nice from Dennis. And then he's, it, it descends into... Um, it descends into filth. <laughs> Hannah! What kind of cake? Carrot cake. Oh. Yeah. I had a bit of carrot cake the other day with, with one of the boys, and actually I quite enjoyed it. It doesn't taste of carrots, though, does it? No. It doesn't taste... Well, but there are carrots in it. Yeah, there is. But it doesn't mm. taste of carrots. But then they always put, like, little carrot picture on the top. Just to let you know. Just so you know. I don't I like... like I don't like coffee cake. I oh. don't like... I don't like... Things tasting the coffee, unless it's a cup of coffee. Can't have coffee ice cream or coffee cake or coffee pie or whatever these things are. Coffee creams. I know I can't do that. It's it, coffee can taste of coffee, but nothing else can taste of uh, of coffee. Well, we've all got life rules. Yeah, yeah, we have, we have. I like a bit of spotted dick. Steady on, Hannah. Oh, sorry. You can get cream for that now. Oh. <laughs> is that a cake there is that a pudding that's a pudding that's a pudding oh yeah you couldn't have that as a cake that's a stodgy pudding why um well i was gonna say, there is a historical reason for stodgy puddings as well isn't there we've, we've worked out the victoria sponge we've cracked isn't the victoria that just to fill you up it's to fill you up it's it's, war, it's a wartime thing also they they would last forever wouldn't they i think because it's they're packed full of sugar mm. so they'd be like self-preserved yeah anyway what you got for us hannah apart from your spotted dick um, can you explain to me the Rajar diary thing? Catherine, I was getting confused earlier. Catherine can. It's really boring. It, it is really boring. Okay, so certain areas will get randomly people knocking on your door uh, offering you a diary. And it's li- literally filling what you've heard. And oh, that, right. is, that is as scientific as it gets. Yep, that's it. You write it down in a diary. Oh. Have I always had my dad radio one for you guys? And it wasn't counting. It wasn't counting, you silly sausage. But we appreciate the effort. <laughs> it counted, <laughs> Hannah. It counted in our hearts. Yeah. It just yeah. didn't count in the official listening uh, audience figures. I'm afraid. Damn it! I know. I know. It's nuts, isn't it? Um, you, you would, and you would have thought with DAB that somehow because it, it's different to listening. Oh, but on then the there'll FM. be there'll be regulations meaning that you can't be monitored like that. Nah. Anyway, um, the listening figures for this show suck. So let's keep our fingers crossed that well, something happens. Let's rephrase that: the live listening figures. Thank suck. you. The podcast figures. Uh, we, oh, we should check for September. Yeah. Because we we probably done over a million downloads. Let's, Let's send them. Let's send that email and we'll find out. We might have done over a million downloads, Hannah. We were on track for it. Oh, good. So let's keep our let's keep our fingers crossed. And you know, you said you're serving the fans. Yes. Can you get Hanson on the show? Oh, for goodness sakes, woman! We try. We will get Hanson on the show one day, but they're not doing any press over here at the moment. The, the Hanson will come on. I love Hanson. Big fan of Hanson, and uh, we'll sort that out. But they're not doing any press at the moment. Um, but that's right. We are serving the fans. We are your servants. Remember, did, did, you, you're a bit younger than me. Four, what, you four or five years younger than mm-hmm. me. Um, was there a thing when you were like 10, 11, 12 to walk around going, thank you, fans? Yeah. Doing P- that with Peace, you? man. Fa- thank you, fans. Thank you, fans. Thank- I remember watching The um, the Priory. Remember The Priory with Zoe Ball and Jamie Thicks and my yes. mate Paul Garney used to write for it. I wasn't a massive fan of it, but there were some good gags in there. And there was one really lovely bit when... 
Zoe had finished something, and then it cut to Jamie, and the audience were applauding, and Jamie just went, thank you, fans. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought that was really funny. I didn't realise other people did that, that that was a thing. It used to really annoy my parents, and they used to talk about, you know, um, not quite, they used to about being humble, and yeah. uh, i go, yeah, all right. And then I'd walk into a room and go, thank you, fans. <laughs> I did it all the time. We Could, need to talk about Ian. Couldn't have been. I wasn't older than 11 because I was doing it in the house in Slough. So I mm. must have been like 8, 9, 10. Thank yeah. you, fans. Yeah. Um, Tris. <laughs> what <laughs> kind of cake? Oh, obvious. Eccles cake. Is that a cake, though? It's more of a biscuit. I don't know what an Eccles cake is. It's full of raisins. All this food. My stomach yeah, is, apparently. honestly, I've got such bad indigestion. My stomach is killing me. What have you had? Um, nothing. I've just, I think I've had too much coffee, um, and I just think I might have a little bit of an upset, a little bit of an upset tummy. I think I'm yeah. not sure. I'm not sure. Stuck in a confined space with cats. I feel sorry for you. Well, well he's no, not I, expelled it yet. I I'll can't. Do, you'll I, know when he has. I can't because the Periscope people are watching, and I wouldn't want to. Uh, I wouldn't want to do. It. We've got about nearly two hundred people watching on Periscope yeah, tonight. What's, go, what's going on, guys? Something's happening. That's good, isn't it? It's all right, isn't it? Yeah, not bad. Um, what, what you got for us, Tris? Oh, well, I was coming up to your thing last night. To, to oh, yeah, well, because Lee, Lee and... said that he, he had a ticket and he gave it to you because he wasn't feeling well. And then... I saved you a seat. What was going on, man? Mm. Oh, I had a bit of a family crisis at home. I had to turn around. And oh. Away. Well, I hope everything's yeah. all right. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, that's all right. I ended up having very manly, having a little bit of a cry and a lay-by before going home just to try and expel a few emotions. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. No, I know. What, what? Yeah, I don't know. I suppose it's my my sort of male ego that feels like I can't. But you know, we're all human, aren't we? There will be some people, Tris, including the a caller we had last week. There'll be some people who think that crying, particularly in men, right? And this is serious. Is a is a is a weakness, right? And it shows that they're not proper men, right? And that they should either not feel sad, or if they do, they should suck it up and get on with it. And if you're if you're crying, you're letting People getting your uh, upset you and people da, 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 da. and what people like that caller last week don't realise is there is no weakness in crying. Isn't there? There's no weakness in feeling you want to jump off a bridge. There is no weakness in feeling oh Jesus I can't get out of bed. There's no weakness in feeling I can't go home and deal with this crisis. There is no weakness in feeling anything because we are not our feelings we don't control our feelings you know so if you feel like you want to jump off a bridge or if you feel like you want to pull over in a lay-by and cry or if you feel like you want to you know whatever it is that's all right there's no weakness about it and people that that that, that, that say it's a weakness and, and phone in and say it's a weakness or send me stroppy emails as i get sometimes from some idiots saying it's a weakness just I pray to God you never have to feel like that. You never have to feel like that because it sucks, man. It absolutely sucks. I was having a little cry in front of the coppers at the weekend, Tris. I won't go into the details. It's irrelevant. But I was crying in front of some police officers, right? Nothing wrong with that. And they were brilliant. And they said, don't, you know, don't feel embarrassed about it. We're not just here to to um, arrest people, you know. And I said, I'm really sorry. I, I feel really stupid. I'm crying. He said, no, don't worry about it. We see all sorts, you know. So but yeah. all these people that phone up or send me stroppy emails, I pray to God you never have to go through that. 
Yeah, but it's societal, isn't it? I mean, men are men are meant to be strong, aren't they? That's what that's what you sort of. Told yeah, but that's wrong, and that's why on. men kill oh, themselves. That's why men yeah. kill themselves. That's why it's the biggest suicide is the biggest killer of men. I always forget the age, like the age of twenty-four to fifty, because um, it, it, it because they think they've got to suck it up and they don't go and talk to people, or they don't phone up a friend, or they don't phone the Samaritans, or they don't go and see their doctor because they've got to suck it up because you're a man and you got to suck it up. Oh, get stuff, man. Man, that's killing people. Do you hear yeah, me? Absolutely. It's killing people. Like, like we choose what to think and feel. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. um, and then to, to to cap it all off, the the car blew this morning, so I ended up buying a new car. Today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh well, you yeah, know, yeah, aren't you uh, uh, blessed that you are in a place where you were able to do that? Well, yeah, that's true. You know, you are able to do that. I've got, I've got, um, you know, I've got friends who. Um, who, who are skin and you know if, if just talked to a friend the other day who said you know if if something goes wrong with the car or the boiler or something i'm screwed because you know i'm just i'm just making ends meet at the moment you know and they'll be all right because things will pick up uh, I, I know they will but it's just that they're just hanging in there you know it's just hanging in there it's like when my car yeah. um packed him uh it was only a few months ago and yeah. um and I was lucky enough that I, I had a few savings for a rainy day. Oh, and that was a rainy day. So I went and bought a new car, you know. And um, But it's hard work, isn't it? It's hard work, all this. It is. All this, all this life business, yeah. Yeah. It is hard, yeah. But uh, And this new car hasn't got a DAB in it, so... Oh, mate, no, you're so, you've been mugged off, mate. You've been yeah, mugged off, Tris. But it does move on the, on the positive front, yeah. so that... That's a vast improvement on the other one currently. But, uh, well, I had my car three months and then I, I smashed it into the back of someone else's car, so, you know. But it's just a car and you were all right. I was supposed to get that back today. They didn't yeah, phone me up. I did wonder. I, I wonder as well. I wonder. Never mind. We'll, we'll we'll get it back one day. That's all that matters. Yeah, man. Trace, nice to talk to you, man. Not all right. Hang in there, buddy. Hang in there. Anonymous text. You'll know who you are, and so will your other half. I've just let go a proper rip snorter, God. and I dedicate it to you. That's the kind of people that listen to this show. This is what happens when you serve the fans. They serve it back. I'm, do you know what? I'm absolutely shattered. It's just hit me. I'm really tired. My stomach is killing me. I'm up early-ish tomorrow. I'm up uh, at nine or something uh, tomorrow. Um, so I shall finish the show, dash off, dash home within the legal speed limit, of course, and um, go straight to bed. Uh, we're coming to the end of the show. It's been very busy for a Monday, hasn't it? Yeah. Really busy for a Monday. And varied. Yeah. Oh, man, we've we've covered everything. Thank you to the four channers. I miss um, those guys. No, I, you know, it's, I, I'm keen to talk, to, to to find out why. But thank you, you know, for, for listening tonight. And um, I, I hope you hated every second of it, <laughs> because I am a faggot. Um, uh, thank you to all the callers, new and old. Um, boy, oh boy, haven't we had... Um, haven't we had glimpses into so many different lives tonight? Like proper glimpses, and not all of them particularly pleasant. Some of them quite 
dark and mysterious. And I guess that's what this, uh, what, what, what the show, Tony, wasn't it, who said, I, I realise I'm telling you something and I haven't got a point. That's it. That's it. That's it. That If you can capture that and encapsulate that, that, I guess, is what the show is. There isn't a point to it. There's no point to it. Um, there's no point to any radio show, but we kind of acknowledge that, that none of this matters. That, that you know, a lot of radio shows will pretend that there is a point and that they are. Can we stick to the question, please? Yeah, there is no point to any of them, and we admit there is no point. Um, and you can come on and talk, and you don't have to have a conclusion, an ending, a point that you want to reach. You just come on and you share with us, and we'll get something from it or we won't get anything from it and it's it's all groovy thank you Catherine. i enjoyed that this evening thank you eduardo thank you dear listener don't forget if you go to itunes you see i'm doing the podcasting that means i've got 25 <laughs> seconds to fill it's my little script if i start doing the podcasting it means either i haven't mentioned it for a long time or i've got 25 seconds to fill um well no i haven't got time to fill it because i've um i've, I've pulled the curtain back we are initiative. back we are back tonight at 10 ta-ta talk radio intelligent organic entertainment talk radio we'll get you talking 